Redline Radio is proud to partner with Growing Wings Adult Services, the proud sponsor of our state-of-the-art production studio. The team at Growing Wings has over seven years' experience of helping adults with disabilities in the Northeast Ohio area. If Lisa Summers and the team at Growing Wings can help your family, contact them at 234-334-7547 today. And mention that you heard all about Growing Wings right here on Redline Radio, LLC. Warning. Money's face and mind contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised, but will be completely ignored. <laughs> know if anybody can hear me i can't hear myself you got me justin all right i can't hear myself so oh there we go <laughs> tim tim breaks fucking buttons around here so all right so the asylum is back home in its original home when i got here to redline radio studio one and we've got a fucking jam-packed house in here as Kyle and Justin put it when everybody walked in, there is way too much fucking man meat in this place. And some woman meat, which we'll all find out here in just a second. But let's bring the uh, esteemed, I guess you can call it, roasters panel on the board here tonight. So, uh, top left corner, we've got true crime expert and uh, private investigator making, I don't know how many different appearances on, on the show uh, Jeremy Armstrong, Baker's good buddy. Dozen. Yeah. You were on the very first episode of Money's Crazy Mind here at Redline Radio when we talked about our, our days of being tortured by the general public at Blockbuster. Well, I'm sorry that uh, I was the first. There's probably a lot of people that won't view now because of that. So <laughs> it's all right. And then uh, directly underneath Jeremy, these guys are also no strangers to Money's Crazy Mind, but we got Mr. Sick and Debo Crazy, the guys who did the original theme song to Money's Crazy Mind, Psych Ward, back in the house once again. What's going on, guys? Hey, look, better make sure I check clear. It's supposed to be here. <laughs> well, there's... It's been kind of a fun lesson, like some smart job. 
Yeah, yeah. But there's there's less of you guys now. Are, are, are you saying, like, we either murdered a member or we got skinny? I was going to ask if somebody died. But... Well, I mean, somebody did die, but also oh, there's, shit. there's physically less of you guys. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, like, you guys are getting thinner. I'm just introducing ourselves oh, yeah. now. We, we decided to take up smoking crack. <laughs> no, just kidding. We actually start going to the gym now. So. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I don't think that mic is working, so... Um, My mic? No. No, yours is good. Uh, I don't know, is it? Neither one of those mics are working. See, I didn't have to put my mouth and cut the mic off. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but and, uh, these two should be no strangers underneath, kind of underneath me and underneath my wife, Kyle and Justin from Talking About Balls. I did not sign up for... I've never been underneath Lee's wife. <laughs> <laughs> I did not sign up for an honest man. some pineapple bullshit going on up in here. Although there is a lot of, there's a lot of sausage in this stew for Lee's birthday, and I, I don't think he wants it any other way. So <laughs> uh, all right, but then uh, in between me and Jeremy in the camera shots, we have my wife, Megan, who is making her first appearance ever on Money's Crazy Mind, even though the show's been around for seven years. It might be my last two. Wow. Wow. Well, there it is. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was coming sometime. But, uh, but Amanda K. Rumble is already in the... Shut up! Is already in the comments here. She says, what's good? Hey, y'all. Uh, here for the woman meet, she says. Yay, Amanda's for me. Uh, dude <laughs> under you looks like Rover, so I don't know if she's talking about me? Kyle or if she's talking about Justin. Apparently, she's never seen an episode of uh, Talking About Balls. Clearly, so. she's never watched an episode of Rover either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 6'4 with tattoos. I look nothing like Rover. Rover's, Rover's like 5'1 with bald hair. I could, I could put him in my pocket. Like that's uh, nothing, nothing like me. Uh, so she says, Megan, you are so beautiful. Poor thing in all that sausage fest. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. All right, but tomorrow is my 38th birthday, and since I don't do a show on Saturday, I do a show on Fridays. We're here tonight. Uh, back in the place where Money's Crazy Mind first got started here at Redline Radio. Like I said, Jeremy, you were my first guest. Psych Ward, you were not too long after that. Kyle and Justin, you've never been on this show. We were trying to keep it that way, but you insisted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our streak's broken. We made it almost yeah. a year. Um, but you guys have been on Steel City Renegades before. Um, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, part. All right, so let's uh, talk about this, uh, the NFL moving the game between the Bills and, and the Clowns to Detroit. Wait, I thought the Bills were playing the Browns. Yeah, yeah the that's what I was just asking. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I thought, I thought yeah, we were playing the Browns, not shit's very all right, well, you guys can say that word. I will not say that word. Um, he so, at home. Shut up. <laughs> Rover's mic isn't working, so I think that means she's talking about those two. Um, let's see if we can fix them. Those two over there. Technical difficulties. But on behalf of Lee, they did move the game to Detroit. Um, I mean, for safety, for, for safety yeah. right? If you yeah. saw the pictures today. It, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, no. The, the, the fans couldn't get to the game, and that's what the NFL's concerned about. Well, well I don't concerned. think it was. I don't think it was just the fans. I think it was the fact that the that you know Cleveland had to travel into Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo almost couldn't leave to get to Detroit. Right, and then also not only that, but yeah, they're out. Yeah, yeah, they they're... barely made it. Out. I okay. didn't know that. So it's almost. To, I mean, the fact they had no no bodies to like like move from Buffalo to go clear the stadium too. Like they were more concerned about like. Right, right. Yeah. 
they just made it out. It was late. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna have to try something here. Um, naked, naked cuddling. It's called the Magical Mic Tour here. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to make it so that condenser mics and dynamic mics work at the Look same the time. Look the circle, it stops on you, it's your turn to go. And it's not working very well. Yeah. <laughs> so all the condenser mics work, but none of the other mics work. That's the problem. Yeah. What's a condenser mic? The, all right. So the one that you have in front of you, that is a condenser mic. So that one ain't working at all. Hang on. Trying to figure out what channel. Oh, boy, Kyle. I got nothing to say. <laughs> Talk to my agents. Can we legally get away with talking water about? Lee's show has an algorithm that shuts off the microphones of good content, and that's why his mic has never been turned off ever, and ours just got shut off within the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. Like this was a roast, right? I thought it was a roast. By the way, I do want to file a conjunction to check your birthday. Because you're not fucking 38 years old. I'm at least 45. <laughs> yeah. Then how old do you think I am? Because I'm older than he is. 21. Lee is aged, <laughs> Lee is aged like guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> that sat outside the sun for <laughs> Thanks for inviting us on the show, Lee. <laughs> okay. Talk into the... So it's channel four that's not working. Mike, check, Mike, check. So it's channel four that's not working. Okay. Tony Romo's fault. Technical difficulties. Try it. Try it now. Hello, hello. Yo. Lee is doing what every single song man in the beginning of our music career wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that hard with you guys. <laughs> All right. Kyle, try yours. Check. All right, let's see if you're working a little bit better. Okay. Chris, try that one. Check. Okay. So, it's channel four. It's channel four. <laughs> see, that's what doesn't make sense. So how about that cold weather outside, huh? Boy, it's chilly. <laughs> All right. Balmy. A little balmy. Try your mic now. Hello, hello. Mic check, mic check. I'm just hoping now that we got past the first snow, everybody learns how to fucking drive. No, right, I can, I can never happen. It's worse. All right, I can hear you guys now. Jeremy, try yours. Try mine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hear me? Chris? Yep. Justin? Hello, hello. All right, I think we got it fixed. All right. And we're only 18 All minutes right. into the show. Let's go. Exactly. New PR. Fix it on the fly. Doing it live. Fuck it, doing it live. It's no coincidence that the mic, wife's mic works. He knows who the boss is. <laughs> Whoever said that, they're definitely right. That was Amanda. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> All right, so now that we got everybody working, um, so my thing was, was that... I know that there hasn't been necessarily an, an instance where there's been like six feet of snow that's fallen within three days, but there have been games that have been done in questionable weather before. Sure. 
I just think it's funny that it's the Bills who have to play in Detroit just four days later was the team that they're just like, yeah, well, sure, we'll move your game to the stadium that you're going to be playing in four days after so this. Your theory is that the, the NFL is catering to the Bills to keep them in the same spot for two weeks. Yes. They'll drive back after the game. Or was it a chance to get actual fans into Detroit Stadium, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that could be. I don't think Detroit actually has fans. Doesn't the Lions have a better record than the Steelers? I don't know. I've been to different. My uh, employer is oh. definitely a Lions fan. And she's a Michigan fan, unfortunately. Go Blue. Wow. So, you're so let me get this right. You're married to a gay Steelers fan. <laughs> yes. And you work for a Michigan fan. Well, the, the Dan, though, is definitely a Browns fan. Uh, let it be known she did not deny the gay comment, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure we're on record with that. Mm. Uh, Happy how, birthday, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> how soon until Kyle's mic has issues? Oh, of course um, it does. <laughs> <laughs> you want to double mouth this thing? Let's go. You need my chapstick? Oh, yeah. Fuck her up first. Oh, I have my own. Hang on. I, got <laughs> I come prepared. Can you share yours on mine now, too? Just... Yeah, I'll just kiss it just right kiss, on you. Kiss, <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I'm just being funny with it. I mean, obviously, it's a very serious situation that's happening up there in New York, and it's a lot of a lot of snow. I did see the pictures out of that stadium, and yeah, I was... Wild. Yeah, I was, but you were the one bitching about it last night. Ooh. <laughs> because it's funny to fuck with you Browns fans. Hails from the bitch. No, that was from the living room couch with, with the dog in between us. Oh, well, that's where Lee sleeps. <laughs> when he doesn't listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or she sends me down to the basement where the 55 inch TV is, you know, so the, the no complaints there. But Yeah, but yeah. I would ask him who uh, got the uh, TV stand gifted to her because she asked for it. No, okay, it was a Christmas so gift. inches and he's by himself, so you got to send him away to watch him, maybe. <laughs> Those are the only uh, inches worth noting in that house. Exactly. I'm glad someone was going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and laugh. You guys say whatever you want. I have to go home with them. <laughs> and we feel bad, don't <laughs> <laughs> we? are sorry. Your choice. Yeah, you did choose that. Well, you exactly. know what? I did drive, so if he has to walk home. You I mean... leave him. <laughs> I'm just letting your wife talk. This is great. We yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to do the about roasting, your, but here it is. Tell us about your relationship with your parents. Nobody wants that. I don't want to hear. Okay, Amanda says she doesn't want to hear about Lee's inches. So. Well, there's not much to talk about. Here. <laughs> there's really not a lot there. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, so. I mean, obviously the situation is very extreme up in, in western New York, but who do you think that this does favor? Do you think it favors the Bills, or do you think it favors the Clowns? It's absolutely the Bills. I think they're going to lose, and they win by 100 tomorrow. I think we joked about it. I mean, I, I, have them, I had the Browns losing regardless of the right. weather. So right, right. It doesn't yeah. make a difference. Realistically, it's just a logistical thing for the NFL. They look at it, and they go, the Bills have to be there Thursday. What makes the most sense to save them the hassle of traveling during the storm? Get them to Detroit early. They'll play a game. They can stay there, play the game Thursday. It just makes the most sense. It's yeah, just, but if you listen to yeah, that coach, everybody, they're talking about going back to New York and then coming back. I mean, re- I, I think I saw that the weather's the storm's supposed to stop Sunday afternoon. Yeah, so at they, 1 o'clock. They should be able to get back to Buffalo, no problem. It's just yeah. 
if they want to. I mean, I, I don't know how NFL teams work. I, to me, it would seem to make the most sense to stay. To stay. Yeah, but exactly. You but never know. But it's Detroit. But then again, but yeah, nobody wants to stay in Detroit for that long. That is true. Detroit or Michigan, let alone. Right. <laughs> they don't need Josh Allen mugged and murdered in in a week, so it makes sense to go back to Buffalo. Did you see the tweet that the Lions sent out after the NFL announced that the game was being moved there? No, I didn't. It said, uh, emergency numbers on the desk. Um, please make sure you to lock the door when you're done, and do not break any tables. That's fair. There's going to be a lot of shit broken there. But you won't even notice. Have you ever been to Detroit? I mean, everything's broken. There's right, exactly. Yeah. windows. Exactly. It already looks like Buffalo Bills fans have been there, so it doesn't make a difference. Now, the greatest part is when you get off the wrong Glacier exit and you got to go all the way to Mount Clemens. Oof. Oh, man, it's, it's great. <laughs> you definitely tell the divide there. <laughs> it's like, fuck, shit's burnt. Pawn shop. Wait, oh, fuck, we're in a suburb now. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Every corner. Now we add in dispensary. Every other quarter. Yeah, man. There's a lot of them there. I love it. Tons. I thought about going to the game on Sunday just because of that. I'm like, I can check a Browns game out, hit a dispensary, and then head home in the same day. You also saw that the tickets were only 30 bucks. Dirt cheap. They were dirt cheap. Because of where you want to say, yeah, I was just looking at them before I come here. Hey, who else is going to go to Detroit? You got to make it cheap and worthwhile. (laughs) The initial initial pre-sale code had lower level seats for $30. Dirt cheap. Yeah. I saw some Browns fans. Maybe the first time that they actually reached capacity Oh, yeah, everybody. The the code leaked immediately. Wow. I mean, but how how many – how many people from Bill's Mafia got out of New York in time to even That's make it to the too. Yeah, traveling's not easy for them. For Clevelanders, it's easy. I mean, we right. can, the well, weather's going to be okay. We can get there in a couple hours. Yeah. They're probably still in Buffalo slamming each other through tables. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably frozen to death outside the stadium, actually. Anybody check on them? The best is watching the people, like, fuck up, jumping off RVs and miss the table. When it doesn't completely. break or, like, yeah, they <laughs> land on their head. Like, Wait a minute, that's this the fucking lot on a good, like... <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been tailgating a Muni lot. I mean, for it wasn't all that. It's bad. pretty tame. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it's it just, really is. It's a lot of drinking and just fun. That's I mean, it. we had we had a couple of people calling us assholes and stuff like that. But I mean, other than that, I mean, you weren't was... even wearing Steeler gear. That's just your natural look. People just want to call you an asshole. <laughs> I mean, hey, look at the dude's ponytail. Yeah, you walked. <laughs> you, you let us in today, and that was my first thought. But I was like, oh, happy birthday! I can't call him an asshole. Oh, highly. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you got. You, I have been hanging around with Dave too much, so I, I got to get away from Dave a little bit, and then the assholeness will, will it rubs off. It does, unfortunately. It's great to be an asshole. I think yeah. you're infected. I, <laughs> I just heard you rub. I, I, I agree with Jeremy over here. Yeah, yeah. he rubs off Dave. Oh, <laughs> Ew, no. And he's got an infection yeah. now. No. Dave infected you from rubbing him off. Oh, Jesus, Lee. Well, yeah, my hands always catch. <laughs> So, so, no. so the question is, is, like, did Dave at least rub you off for your birthday? No, he just bought me a watch. Bought you a watch. Well, that's like, nice. like any good pimp does for his birthday. Make sure you're on time for them rub downs. Exactly, exactly. On the clock. Well, I mean, all right, so... Yeah, I mean, I just I just thought it was funny that I mean we've seen how many games from like Green Bay and and cities like that where the weather has just been absolutely atrocious, and they're like, nope, fuck you, you live here, get there, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, so I I love a good snow game. I was, oh I yeah, looking forward yeah. To it. I was looking forward to it too, and I'm just like, oh my god, they got to play in five fucking feet. Like yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be the slowest. Awesome. This is gonna be the slowest game in the history of football, but it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Give him the ball, shit goes good. <laughs> no, but you know what they're going to do. They're going to be like, oh, fuck it, let's pass it in the snow. I know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. 
Joe Woods is going to be like, fuck it, I ain't even got a defensive plan. I'm just going to sit here. I wonder if this storm <laughs> would have happened during the COVID year, though, if they would have gone through with it because there's no fans there anyway. Right, yeah. Like, just if yeah. the Browns can get there, have them leave. Good luck. Have them leave Thursday instead of Friday, beat yeah. the storm, yeah. play the game. You know, and, and I do understand the, the, the need for public safety and everything like that. I mean, I, most of what I say about the whole thing is just joking. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like – you obviously have heaters on in some of these stadiums because we've been able to see it when it's whiteout conditions and the field is as green as yeah, the field of it. dreams. Right. You know, let's just face it. It's not like the old municipal stadium. Right, right. Yeah. You're not freezing your ass off in a stadium that smells like piss. Yeah. I mean, we, we went to the uh, the Steelers-Clowns game, the very last game of the season last year, and it was negative five degrees in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and it smelled like piss. <laughs> well, Chipper, where, where Chipper where was there. Yeah, that, been, that's what that, I meant. I've been in that stadium before. It does not smell. Chipper's like ninety. Those that was just his depends. He just smelled <laughs> adult diaper. But no, it, it it was pretty fucking cold. Thank God it didn't snow. That's all I got to say. I called him. I'm like, um, how you how you doing? I'm feeling yeah, nice and toasty, warm in our house. <laughs> Um, but let's move on to the other guests that are here. Uh, Psych Ward, you, like we said, the last time you guys were on the show was unfortunately yes. uh, after Damien passed. Um, and I actually just recently played. Yeah, it was, it was right after, yeah. That's where we did the call-in. Yeah, that's where you guys did the call-in. Right, right. Um, I actually just played that clip not too long ago where we told the story about the first time I met you guys and Damien takes the flying leap off the goddamn stage into me and, uh, into me and Danny. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, what what's going on in the world of Psych Ward these days? What, what are you guys up to musically? Uh, musically, we're still, we're still working on a little bit of this and that, you know, kind of deciding where we want to go. Um, that's really about it. I mean, outside of that, just kind of working out and making directions and life and all that fun shit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know that you recently broke your femur and everything, too. How are you healing from that, dude? I'm actually really, really good. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's kind, of, it's kind of fucking weird. It's, I don't know. Like, how I did you do that, by the way? Yeah, is there a cool story behind it? It's actually a really lame story. Like, I thought at first it was like I pulled a calf muscle, turned, and like I went to the ER, and they were like, "Oh no, it's a fluid sprain." They sent me home in a cold walking boot. Yeah. <laughs> I go to step up on the curb, and it really does go crunch when it breaks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Turns out it was a benign, a benign tumor and I can't tumor. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, All ouch. things to try to take me out. Not now, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, you know, so like, yeah, I had a lovely uh, two-week stay at good old Akron General. Nice. Well, it was kind of fun on ortho floor. There was a uh, stripper that came in the next day. <laughs> she had actually uh, broke her hip on the pool. Oh! <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, did you get her number? <laughs> oh, I had tons of questions too. You know, yet again, like being in the hospital is always the most awkward experience when you right. wake up and you're getting a sponge bath, but the person has hairier knuckles than you do. Oofa. You don't know whether to tip or go, can you please go? Or my dad's not here, please. Wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you go through shows of the past, we. Talk about how my dad's the wingman of the year. He'll jump on anything. He slept with right. Slept with a girl that looked like Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always like, a fun time when Psych Wars here. This is yeah, why I invited these guys. <laughs> romantic moments like ninety eight point five. PBR. PBR. Maddie Ice. 
So plywood down on a basement floor. Why is it every time Sounds you like got my, my life in high school? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's just life every day now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it every time you guys are on the show, you have a story about a fucking stripper? I don't know. It's psych ward. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I guess strippers are embedded with us or something. <laughs> I mean, sex, it, drugs, and rock and roll, dude. Damn right. Well, in, the, in their case, horrorcore rap. But yeah. yeah. Hey. But um, dubbing his bitch like a tampon. What up, Dub? Uh, th- that guy, Dub, new show here at Redline Radio starting very soon. Um, we th- it was supposed to start at the beginning of November, but Dub had some problems. Yeah. So I keep promoting it every week on Wednesday, and I'm like, Dub's starting soon. And Tim's like, maybe tomorrow. And then <laughs> next week, he's like, maybe tomorrow again. I really don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned soon. Dub will start. Well, Amanda, I don't have the elephant noise here. That's at the other studio, a different soundboard here. I'm sorry. We're lucky to have working microphones, and you want sound effects? We got that one. Um, but, all right, so um, obviously you guys are, you know, uh, into the whole professional wrestling and, and all that as well. I think almost everybody here is. Um, I saw a story come across my news feed today from one of these fucking Mark Mark Central jobber sites where they said that Baron Corbin has more of a say in what happens in the business because he didn't spend any years in the indies. He went from the NFL straight to NXT to WWE instead of spending 15 years in the indies like Oh, I don't know. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Will Offspray, Daniel Bryan. You know, a lot of these other. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's not with WWE anymore. Brian Danielson. Yeah. Um, the American Dragon. And that because Corbin took that route, he has more credibility. Not really. I mean, oh, no. It's, it's kind His of like contract would give him more creative control because he came over from the NFL, so he knew how to do a contract, but. I was he had more credibility. I think it's he also never, because he's been in the uh, he's been in WWE for a very long time. He never had that good he, like hot dog and a fucking behind handshake. The scene shit. And that that was actually a comment that somebody made was that you know Corbin never had to deal with the hot dog and a handshake or the or the Paul Heyman I'll pay you next week. Exactly. Or the promoter sliding out the back door. You <laughs> got the money. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Wait a second. You've done that, sir. So <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Our, our, our wrestling <laughs> show in a Kmart parking lot. Uh, Dub said he's battling with alcoholism and he's getting help, but he's on grind mode. So, uh, kudos to you, Dub. Absolutely. Um, Definitely. As you see, it just happened. The four major stars, they showed up to uh, the promoter had no money for them. Uh, is it by any chance uh, a promoter that we know by the name of Taco Bell? Oh, no. This is is what I like, New Jersey or New York. He brought in two New Japan guys and two Impact guys. Wait, there's a promoter named Taco Bell? Yeah, I gotta know this story. Yeah, we skipped right over that. <laughs> Can we back up for a minute? Oh, okay. Well, no, we all just called him Taco Bell. His, oh, his, um, is he paying five layer burritos? I'm, I'm <laughs> that's about all he can afford to pay because, I mean, I've heard yeah, horror stories about, about this dude. For two five layer burritos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, he had MVP booked. MVP went on his Instagram with a story saying, look, I never got my deposit. I'm break. not going to be there. Saying, I don't blame him. Music. All we hear is music? Yeah. Interesting. There's not even any music playing. Where is 
Fresh or new, but not on your. They might be on the website. Yeah. Is that normal? I mean, you don't have headphones on, so no. Yeah. <laughs> you should be more confused. <laughs> yeah, they might be on our website where where we play music, but I can I can put the show up on our website here real quick. Um, but I mean, so I mean, to me. Okay, yeah, great. Corbin, Corbin, pretty much was able to to skate by some of the abuse that that wrestlers have gone through in the indies. I mean, I was never an indie wrestler, but I know what life in the indies is like. Sure, you know, um, I was I was a commentator in the indies, so I mean, I worked for those two. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not like Corbin jumped over everybody because he has like friends exactly. or rich parents or something. He just they the WWE signed him in NXT. What do you want him to do? Turn it down because he goes, no, I want to go get paid ten dollars a week to, to <laughs> drive an hour and a half or you know six hours somewhere else, barely get gas money. He got an offer, he took it. I mean, it's not his fault. No, Corbin's character in NXT, was and, and he's done a great job. Like yeah. he's super talented. Exactly. I was gonna yeah, say it's not like he's. If they sign somebody with no experience, they go to the WWE and they suck. Then yeah, shame on the WWE. But. He's done a great job, so kudos to him. Right, and 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 I'm and I'm not denying that whatsoever. And I'm not even saying that he took a a, a bad way to to get there. I mean, he walked into the performance center. He still had to take a lot of the chops sure. that the guys that went through the indies had to take because when you walk into the performance center, you're being put on a bigger pedestal than any of the guys that have ever worked in maximum assault wrestling, absolutely intense wrestling. Um, Jobber Central Backyard Hardcore Wrestling Federation. Exactly. You know, so I mean, I give I give Corbin a ton of credit for actually being able to 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 do how he did it, and anybody that that's gonna fault him for that, that they should be able to hear it on the website now. Corbin, no matter what character they've given him, he's running. He's He's great. Him being partnered with JBL right now is him. It was broke ass Corbin. Yeah. Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin was great. Happy Corbin was great. I mean, uh, everyone King of the Ring, that was phenomenal. And at the end of the day, WWE nowadays, it's not even about your wrestling chops, like how great you are in the ring. That's part of it, but it's also you have to be an entertainer. You have to be marketable. You have to be able to sell it. Yeah. Like I've been to a million indie shows, and there's guys Mm -hmm. that come out, and they give them a mic, and they talk for a minute, and you forget about it. You'd rather go get a beer. You don't care about what they're saying. WWE, it's a show. Yeah. Sami Zayn. For the last what two years? Oh, Sammy Zayn is killing Zane has been, he was, he's been He's been buried, right? I mean, he, they weren't doing much with him. He was a jobber. And then they got him with the bloodline story. And now he's like, he's gold. Dude, he's on top of the world. I mean, so much so that they were cheering for him over in uh, Saudi Arabia. And he doesn't oh, yeah. want to go there because of his, like, um, whatever religion, religion, I believe. Yeah. But they wanted Sammy Zayn. That's how over he is right now. I mean, he, he's very oozy. Right oh, now, dude, that Uzi thing when he got them. <laughs> when, when you saw Roman and you saw Jay and them breaking character. Trying oh, that was laugh, beautiful! It was absolutely fun, beautiful. Perfectly done. Yes, well, we rounded five times and had to watch it. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like every skit they come out to that he's part of, it's so well done. So I have a confession to make. I haven't watched a wrestling match in like twenty five years. Hey, I mean, no, no fault on that. I, I'm, I'm like, I have no idea who these guys are. <laughs> like, I was like waiting for like, you know, Hulk Hogan, and I'm like, ah, oh, dude. I no, he's, he's too busy calling. Uh... Andre the Giant does not wrestle anymore. He died. <laughs> Shit, what? Yeah, yeah. Breaking, news. Breaking, Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Mom, you're not gonna believe this. Are you sitting down right now? <laughs> <laughs> I know WrestleMania three was 
the last one you watch, but hold on. Okay. Can you go buy me a Slim Jim, Mom? I'll be home soon. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the worst news ever. I'm going to put on my Macho Man outfit. This is going to make you cry. Oh, he'd be buried. No, he wouldn't get over. No. Because AEW is a spot fest. Yeah. And he's never worked the Indies, so he wouldn't understand. Wait, what do you mean? I'm a super kick you ten times. You're mm-hmm. going to win the match. Yeah, and, I mean, comparing Corbin to somebody like Will Ospreay, I mean, because that was actually the name that they used was Will Ospreay. And I'm like, they're two completely different styles oh, of professional Will wrestling. really did his shit over in Japan, too. Like, he really fucking... Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's 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 a world heavyweight champion right now over there. I mean, it, it's... It's crazy because you think about, like, Japan really is like Kenny Omega, you know, you got yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura who came mm-hmm. over. Like, they were all pretty much pre-made in-house names when they when they broke in. Yeah. When Shinsuke's music came for the first time in NXT, like, I lost my shit. Cause oh, I, yeah. I'm just I like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's like, but Will Ospreay, like, it's, his name has been made over there. He comes over here. Yeah. Everyone knows who he is now. Right. But he earned, he did indies and went there, made a name for himself, and he's, mm-hmm. he's earned that. But I think Corbin's kind of done the same thing a little bit. He jumped maybe a little bit ahead getting that big contract because it was – you know, football background. Right. But he did a lot of, he's gone through a lot of shit from NXT to W. When he got to WWE, they, that character from NXT did not carry. No. Like they had to like move him around and shit. No, they out. repackaged and they and did everything, everything that they done, needed they to do. Oh yeah. Ass of him, he's done it. So, you know, right. Hats off to him. You know? I mean, I know there, there's a lot of people that are putting down the shit that he's doing with JBL right now, just because I love JBL's character. I'm glad JBL's back up doing his, his voice. Right. You know what I mean? The only the only match you have to sit through for him on commentary is anything that Corbin does, and yeah. then he leaves. He goes back in the locker room. You know, I mean, it, it's not that big a deal. I mean, beyond his oversized fucking suits, his oversized cowboy hats yeah, as well. But <laughs> um, you know, but I mean, I, I don't know. I I like everything that Baron Corbin has done, but I mean, it's just it's two different roads to get to the exact same location. I mean, Offspray is huge in Japan. New Japan is a completely different beast than WWE. AEW is a completely different beast from any one of those two. And Impact doesn't know what the fuck they are anymore. They haven't. Impact Impact actually actually is putting a hell of a product together right now. Are they? If you catch anything with them, they just need the major TV deal. They need to bring back Devon or whatever. They just brought uh, Bubba Ray Bubba Ray, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I forgot they still existed, honestly. I don't even know where you find them. Uh, Axis TV? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. can't find access anywhere really low. Nope. Yeah, you, uh, I, I uh, we TV. had it. I don't think I have it. Yeah, it's yeah. not on there. You have to buy the, uh, what is it, sports live pack, like 60 bucks extra a month. Ooh, no, Fuck that. Yeah. So, Jeremy, what's going on over here? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm learning a lot, actually. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, impact. Oh, yeah, I got to see that, yeah. I'm going to think about buying it just for that match alone. Yeah, yeah. Shinsuke versus Muda, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. All right, um, so let's move on to the other guest here. Uh, first first hour is kind of just, you know, everybody getting to know everybody a little bit. Um, I mean, the three of us all went to high school together, so we all know each other, but this side of the table is all... He doesn't look as old as you. He's younger. You went to high school? Oh, were you his tutor? <laughs> <laughs> so just like your fourth no, year in high school? I don't claim that. Did he give you beer? All right, so ah, you're... Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, uh, Lee, uh, you know, we need a 21-year-old. He's like, I'm 17. I ain't, yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. How do you think I got that job at uh, Blockbuster when I did? <laughs> like, this guy's got to take care of his wife and kids. we got to give him a job. Let's go. Um, but you are the true crime expert. I'm going to give Oof, you... I wouldn't say expert. Okay, you're a private investigator. Sure, we'll go over there. Yeah. You, you used to work for Homeland Security. 
the waterboard. Just given all the details. Out, like, <laughs> you can tell you're like, don't he, he's, a, he's admitted it on the show. He's admitted it on the show. They've got me. right now. I've been made. I've been made. I'm going to I'm gonna give you somebody's I thought we were waterboarding Lee. Alibi. Happy birthday. Can we waterboard Lee for his birthday? Oh, I've got it. Yeah, the supplies is in the car. Yeah, I thought that was part of the contract. You can fit that in your charger? No, I no, I had to sell it. Oh, even give it to yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Next thing you know, you about your house address. <laughs> you know, man, she left me and I know my dog ran away. And I had to sail my car. Oh, God. I'm going to give you somebody's alibi. Oh, okay. And I want you to tell me if you would believe it. Oh, I, I usually Christ. don't believe anything, so okay, <laughs> that's fair. Because <laughs> everybody's innocent, man. They didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, somebody named uh, Grave no, Adventures no. is saying, "What's up, Randy and Chris? It's Rob." Hey, what's up, man? About time you figured it out. <laughs> uh, so Amanda says, "Oh shit, he's the real deal about you." <laughs> um, all right. So this is from a case from 1993. I'm going to leave like. Okay. Uh, victim names and stuff out. It's a very high profile case, but it's not OJ, is it? No. Ninety three, not ninety six. Oh. Before OJ went psycho. Okay. It's not Rodney King, is it? We're not gonna have to no, 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 no. Are we? no. Um okay, so three eight year old boys disappeared. I know Ooh. the story. Okay. <laughs> um they started questioning the parents. They get to one of the boys' stepfathers. So anyway you're involved. No. I was the same age as the boys that went missing at this time. Put it this way, I... No. Like I said, it's a very... It's a very high-profile case, like I said. So what's the question? You were 8 in 92? No, I don't believe that. Bullshit. Don't believe you. You were much older. All right, next one. We've moved on. Let's go. So they were asking the stepfather where he was at. And he says that he was kind of out in the woods looking for the th- the three boys and blah 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 blah. He was with a friend of his. Murder Wait a minute. When you're you. done with this, do what the rest of us give you our opinion too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for Kyle and Justin over here. Um, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so they just, went. Just to be clear, we're not going to be accessories. If no, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like it's made to a murder. <laughs> Thank God. I feel like I need legal representation right now. Like, exactly. right. Hang on, don't say anything else. I need somebody here. <laughs> so they, they, they go and uh, they start questioning the neighbors, obviously, because after the parents, that's who the, the first. The neighbor says that she says that he she saw him with the three boys 15 to 20 minutes before they were reported missing. So then they did, then decided to go and talk to the person that he names in his alibi. He says, no, he was at my house playing guitar and about two hours later said, well, I got to go look for so-and-so. He's missing. I'm going to go home, take a shower, and change my clothes. But this was before and, he was even reported missing. Right. <laughs> if you want to... Do the same, change your clothes and da 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 da, and meet me there. We can go look for the th- the three boys that are missing. You just fucked that up. You said it was only his son that they was looking for. Well, he was only looking for his son, yeah, but there were t- his two friends were missing with him. And I did he say that there were three eight year old boys that were missing. We're missing yet, though. Oh, well. <laughs> 
So, after hearing the neighbor's uh, account, the person who he named as his potential alibi, and his statement to the police, would you believe anything he had to say? So, okay, real quick. Um, He was helping his friend. He claimed that he was out looking for his stepson that was missing with his two friends. Okay. At the... At the time of the, them being missing, because none of th- him and two of his friends never reported home, and and that stepson that that is a real thing right there. So that's, that's correct. Something serious. So then they go and talk to the neighbors. Neighbor says, "No, I saw him with his stepson and his two friends ten minutes before the time that they were reported missing." So he was with all three at the time that he said that he was, he was out looking for him. for him. Exactly. Correct. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Now he did state that he was part of the search party in the woods that was looking for the three boys. The two other parents of the two other boys that were missing said he, he wasn't, wasn't there. there. He's lying. Would you at that point arrest that man as the potential suspect? <laughs> I don't know. Is he a good guitarist? Never heard him play. Well, and that's and, and and oddly enough, that is that is what I would kind of focus on is I would want to start investigating the alibi, mm-hmm. figure out you know when they're jamming. I want to hear it. What, wanna, what kind of guitar? What color was I it? I want to know everything. Yes. Yeah. I mean, um, seriously, if he did murder them, but then again, he's a really good guitarist. I mean, you know, fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah. You've been watching the Lex Vegas show, haven't you? There's only one way to be famous, and that's sacrifice. <laughs> you know, so uh, again, um, he was already he was already living was like at their house. Presents. Keep in mind, like a lot of, uh, and and this is not me saying fuck the police, but you know they fuck up a lot of investigations, mm. and a lot of this case could be. Oh, nope, he said he was playing guitar. He's got a friend who says he's playing guitar. Well, but th- that's the thing. I mean, it's like. He told the police that he was looking for the three kids. The person that he named as his alibi saying, this person was with me looking for the three kids, says, no, he was in my house playing guitar for three hours when he claimed he was out looking for the kids. What was the oh, official? Um, you know, it, it's, I, I missed it. It was the wrong time. What was the official statement from the police at that time? They, the, the, they only uh, questioned him that one time was to ask him his initial whereabouts. They never questioned him again after that. Does he have ties to anybody, any city officials, nope. anything like that? Nope. In my so, opinion, guilty. Oh, of course, but <laughs> but I'm just I'm just curious why he was only questioned one time. So, he's better friends first off. That dude fucking lied. <laughs> The investigation guy is turning me on. He got lucky as fuck, really. I yeah, I told him he was playing guitar. What the fuck, dude? I told him I was out there was, oh, shit. Well, hopefully they don't call okay. me again, and they did So, like I said, this is a very high-profile case. It has had four documentaries made about it and countless, like, 48 hours episodes and shit like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've heard oh, of this. Oh, trust me. I can't tell what it is. Shit. It was before, during, and after. And then way after... So, um, it's the West Memphis Three case. Oh yeah, okay. So, like, oh, I got you. So you, you the, did you did talk to me a little bit about this. right? That's yes, right. yes. So one of the one of the stepfather Stephen Branch, or, um, no, that was that was kid. the boy, um, Terry Hobbs, guilty was actually implicated by 
post-conviction relief that was trying to be done. They ran DNA testing on some of the stuff that was found actually on the children's bodies, and his hair was found in a ligature that tied up one of the three boys. So it was transferred because they're friends with, you can see I'm, they're friends with my Secondary family. transfer is yeah, what they called it. Yeah, it came from my house. In the rope that they were tied up with. Which is true. I, but the rope they were tied up with, shoelaces I could understand, but the rope they were tied up with, his hair was in it. And rope could have been taken out of their garage or yeah, something like you know, that. And that's, I mean, yeah, we've got some freaking there's different variables about that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem yeah. with with law is that, and, well, I shouldn't even say it's a problem because in all reality, um, you know, you don't want to lock an innocent person up. But yeah. they did that to three the, to three, to three people. Okay, well, I'm... For, I'm, for 25 years. But yeah. the reason they... So what was the them. evidence on them them then? None. They wear Metallica and they listen to Metallica and they were Yeah, they listen to heavy metal music and, and, and the one guy paints his nails black and wears all black. And his hair's black too. Right. <laughs> That's why they rest Yeah, they listen to heavy metal music and one of them was a Wiccan and they live in the middle of the Bible belt. And the one painted his nails black, wore all black. His well, hair they were black. all yeah. So my question is then where did they how did they become because he looked weird, dressed in black, wore trench coats, blah, blah, blah. He was the weird kid in town. But there was no connection was to the... None. Yeah. None. That's how I dress. <laughs> and, then, and then the I one kid was not even in the town. This. When it happened, he was how far away, Lee? The youngest... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the youngest one um, was actually three cities away wrestling. But he was... But the he was night there. of the murders. So but he was there. So he was... At this event, and he had an alibi. He had mm-hmm. witnesses mm-hmm. that he was there, and he they still by, got a, they, they still got arrested and convicted. That. Yep, this is Memphis, Tennessee, yes. West Memphis, Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas, West Memphis, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yes. Well, but also the guy are they the are they the, black? No, no. The one, the youngest one, the one he's talking about was not right here, and the police fucked with them and made him say what they wanted. False confession, say, letting him know that if he said what he they wanted him to say, he could go home. You know, so in my opinion, what what probably happened here is that this stepfather had a little bit of influence, maybe a little bit of money. Um, How could he do that? He tried suing the Dixie Chicks because Natalie Maines of the Dixie. We're we're trying to get you canceled here, Lee. (laughs) Well, so, you know, and my thing is like. Uh, Natalie Maines had named him as a potential suspect. She's like, with all the new DNA evidence that we're finding, it looks it more points towards Terry Hobbs, stepfather of Stephen Branch. When he heard this, he immediately sued Natalie Maines, which got him deposed, which brought up the fact that he uh, has beaten up three of his wives, beat up his daughter. Didn't he beat Stevie too? Yeah. I mean, he's very from Arkansas. Very Arkansas. Yeah. Well, at least I didn't beat up five of them. Yeah. <laughs> Those are low numbers. He really. also he also broke <laughs> into his numbers. also broke into his neighbor's house and assaulted her in the shower. I mean, I think the moral of the story is just you have to shave your whole body if you're going to tie up little kids. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I'm going to put that one in the notes. Head to go. <laughs> well, Justin, if you come in, you have no facial hair anymore. Where do you I take hiatuses when I do that. i got to let it grow back. <laughs> come on, copper. i got a beard here. Yeah. Look at this. Does this look like a guy who would Tara, if he here? starts shaving when he, when he gets home, run. Who do, you think, who do you think does my back? It's oh, sure. shit. <laughs> I can't. Reach it. That is true. No. 
Uh, if they want to make another documentary about this, I think they're going to need Metallica on this one. They actually, all four of them have it. More than I love wow. me, because I wouldn't do these back, so I give you props on that. Surprise, Larson. I feel like you would get arthritis trying to shave Lee. Actually, the filmmakers, the filmmakers of the documentary were also the, the filmmakers of Metallica, some kind of monster. Uh, Larson Miyagi, the back, down. 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 I can't say that word. I don't want to get canceled. So the last guest here is my wife. We got about eight, nine minutes before break here, so I want to get this out pretty quick. Um, you have to put up with me on a daily, hourly, minutely, secondly basis. Unless I run away. Ask, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I run away a lot. I run away. I go to my mom's house and I run away. Stop. I kick these balls. So. He wants to know if you'd punch me. We'll talk about it in our show because we're talking about balls. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's save guest. that for Wednesday. Uh, also, yeah. I'll be your special guest. Please, gonna ask. Oh, fire up show. the camera. Yeah. Uh, so, we've been together a very long time. We've only been married a little bit over a year. Only a year? Yeah. What is a very long? Time? A little bit over a year, I said. Only. What's what's the total duration though? Like, well, we met back here at a candy <laughs> shop back in 1872. You're a freshman year of high school. My mm-hmm. 1972. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But we didn't get together until like 15 years after high school. So, you, how long have you guys been together in total? Like 12, 13 years. Congratulations. But wait a minute. It's him. <laughs> it's him. Ten, ten minutes is an eternity. I like, with him. Me. <laughs> I like him. He thinks I'm 21. I like him. <laughs> I was just surprised. You always had a hard time committing to yellow collar or blue collar, and you know, like, <laughs> oh, I'm marrying her. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, but unfortunately, you didn't make it to see it, though. Unfortunately, you know, you know, you 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 talk shit about me and Dave being around each other too much. You and Dave got COVID at the exact same time, <laughs> and you did. both missed you both my wedding because of it. I was wedding. another we him. I swear, <laughs> <laughs> I plead out of peace. The funny thing is, him and Dave were supposed to sit at the same table at my wedding with Mr. Vegas. <laughs> so the the funny <laughs> thing is, is that he he probably faked it like I did because I didn't want to sit at the table with him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you then. Now, now Lee's gonna look to this side of the table and go, "Do you believe his alibi?" Ironclad. Call my mom. Call my mom. So, like, was it wasn't an open bar wedding? Yes. It was. Yes. Yeah, it was gonna be a. I know it was gonna be a good. I did fuck up. Trust me, my cousins did, and it was very fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know like, who catered it. Uh, the, the hall that we were at. The hall did. Very oh, good, actually. Like the red got invited. It was before. You guys weren't with Redline at the time. Ball, so and it was. Totally <laughs> it was. It was just Jeremy and Dave. And Lex. And Le- well, Lex, we've I've known Lex for. Yeah, Lex years. was Dave's plus one, so yeah, he had to be there. <laughs> well, I've known Lex for fifteen years. So yeah, I mean, we've known Lex for a very long time. Yeah. So back to them two real quick. Um, Let Le- Lex Vegas. You guys know Lex just about as well as I do. Has he always been an asshole? 
Yeah. Okay. I met him once. He was really nice. I have nothing bad. <laughs> That's only because you only met him once. Yeah. I had a wedding. He looked at me. And I was looking at the exit. He goes, "You little run for that door. I'm gonna clothesline your ass before you get down." He told me the same thing. So yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it would. I was hoping I was. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm here. I am. It's like one of his best men. I'm like, dude, you should run for. One of my bridesmaids brought him to my brought him to the venue. She's you want to go to Canada? He goes, No. She comes in my in my bedroom. You want to run to Canada? I'm like, should I? And she goes, Maybe. I'm like, nah, I guess I love him. I'll guess I'll marry him. I love that it was at least a thought of like, should I? Should I? You really have to talk me out of doing this. Now a year later, she goes, I wish I had. If only I updated my passport. Maybe I should have like everybody else. I'm sorry, what? Maybe I should have got COVID like everybody else. I could have. But they could have. I guess I do. put him in the doghouse. Take him out the door and go, you got to stay outside, sorry. Go live in the garage. It's called a, it's called a quarantine. I don't know, like, Chris could have did like uh, Kate did. He could have ran and locked himself in the bathroom. I just want to, you know, I mean, I've gone through a lot um, since her and I have been together, and I wouldn't want to go through anything with anybody other than her. So sweet, and that's the most sweet, <laughs> sensitive moment ever. How about stop putting her through shit, Lee? Jeez, that, yeah. like, that sounds like you, dude. Well, some of it is on my behalf. I will admit that, but some well, of it is. Oh, about fuck it. you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Later. Wow. Um, but some of it is, you know, obviously out of both of our controls and everything like that. So, all right, but it is eight fifty nine. You gentlemen have uh, to go put up with Lex Vegas. Um, I, I've got other plans. <laughs> Justin, I feel for you. I'm I'm supporting my boy Tim Buck too, the producer for talking oh, about balls. Okay, well, he's headlining, uh, so I said I can't miss it. I got to uh -huh, be there for him. Okay. So I mean, they, they probably should just rename this the Redline Radio Comedy Show because I mean it, it's Tim, it's yeah. Tim Buck too, hosted by Lex Vegas and Dave of all people. Ugh. I think you said funny people at the host of the show. Was good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. Hosts, hosts of comedy shows are the ones that don't do comedy. That's right. Um. But Timbuktu, Sean Boyd, um, you know, and you got Lex hosting along with Dave and everything like that. But did, uh, but did you see the flyers for that? I got one. Tim put one in my car. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I cut those out. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I had one. He dropped one off in my car a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Um, also, Key Silly is on there. I am Chad. A lot of funny guys. It's a loaded lineup. For, for loaded comedy. lineup. It's really good. And it's, it was a cheap to get in. You know, either yeah. 10 buck presale or, or 15 at the I door. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. Of course, somebody might want to take uh, I'm on the list, so I'm not paying shit. Oh, I, 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 They've multiplied since the last time you guys I'm were here. Right I, I, I asked if I could play with him when we got here, and he told me no. Yeah, no. Make sure you check the ID on them hoes, though. Yeah, they do kind of look young, don't they? Yeah. That's well, how. That's I'm going to have to have a talk with him now. <laughs> be introducing yourself He's now on a list. <laughs> Here's my card. Call me All right. But uh, we're going to get these two out of here so that they can uh, get onto their other plans and everything like that. Uh, thanks for coming on to Money's Crazy Mind, guys. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, we'll come back again and we could stay for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. 
didn't even think about you guys having to go and do. Oh, no, well, no, I mean, actually, I think so we booked we, we booked did. this long this before Dave's there was this ever a comedy song. show. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you, damn it, you guys want to come back to the asylum? I well, mean, then it'll be at Studio Two, where there's pretty green screens. And I was all hoping things. there'd be a guest host that time. That time <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I, I, I can help host. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you uh, like me more than thank you, sir. You. Thank you. Um, all right, but we're gonna cut the break here real quick. We're actually the Money's Crazy moment for this week, since we are very close to episode 100 of Money's Crazy Mind, is actually going to be the original break video that I used to play, featuring music from these two morose motherfuckers right here, Psych Ward. So here we go with Eight Tang, and then followed by the original theme song of Money's Crazy Mind, Funny Bone. So we'll be right back here on Money's Crazy Mind while I let the guys that like playing with balls on Wednesday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. over at the... It's completely straight. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Not always. No, not always. Not always. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, well, here goes the question. Do you say Slayer afterwards? Because legally it's not gay if you say Slayer afterwards. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, usually I just say like, "Hey, this stays between us." But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I say, "If you tell anyone, I'll kill you." I'll kill you. <laughs> I usually say, hey, like, you don't, don't want to join in with like a private. Like, as an investigator, I accept that. Yeah, I usually just bring my rope with no hairs on it. You did let him know. He fucking spilled the beans. Well, you uh, could say you'd sit on his lap if we didn't have no chairs. So I, again, this is I don't mind. Yeah, this is all normal. No, nothing, nothing new. Nothing new. Not going to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah, uh, ch- uh, talking about balls, everything Cleveland sports, Wednesday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. over at the Growing Wings Adult Services Studios. Uh, these guys actually know their shit. They know what they're talking about 99% of the time. And I agree with that. That's close. He's, so, he's talking about when you talk about Pittsburgh, time, you know. Yeah. We'll be uh, we talk Lee, about Shittsburgh all the time. Lee, the last survey that came in said uh, 92.3%. So, <laughs> I'd say Kyle's 99. I'm 100. I am never right. <laughs> you are never right. I'm batting 1,000. Well, that's why Kyle's back. beating you in the picks every week, right? I, I already made a comeback. We already took oh. the already. Didn't take very long. I, I was working Wednesday night, so I didn't get to watch the yeah. show. We were slammed I, Wednesday night. I signed him up this week, and I'm more than likely taking the lead this Sunday. We'll see, but... Kyle had a good run. He had a lead for a couple weeks. Kyle, you look like a very sad Santa right there, <laughs> hugging that bottle of Gatorade. The loser, which actually, now that we're here, before we go to break, uh, the loser has to get tattooed. Yes. Winner's, winner's choice. So I figured I like this. we're going to talk to Lee to set this up with um, with Tattoo Riley. Therapy Inc. Yeah. So we'll make it all work Riley with Redline, nice. but yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, just let me. The loser of the picks has to get tattooed. <laughs> I like that. Just let me know when that has to go down, and I will definitely get with Riley and see if we can set something up. If not, there's a. L- he just brought in a whole gang of new artists over there at Tattoo Therapy Perfect. Inc. So, you know, new location, everything you do like it that. As a remote or something. We'll talk behind the scenes. Oh yeah, we'll for sure. Work. I figure J U and then I at the top of your butt crack C Y right across your ass. I, I wouldn't. Write that on you. <laughs> I, pick, I wouldn't put that on you. I would make your whole back a portrait of me, like Steve-O's tattoo, but of me. Yeah, dude. (laughs) 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 All right, yeah, that'll probably take multiple sessions. But all right, right, guys. uh, But head on over to Lucy's. uh, We haven't decided that yet. yet. We're gonna go. We'll work it out. (laughs) We'll work it out. I like it. Donations can be sent to Redline Radio. That's a good idea, too. <laughs> the more money we make, the bigger the tattoo. Bigger the tattoo. <laughs> if people watch our show, they'd probably donate to either one of us getting it. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's jump to break here, here. Um, I have not played this video in shit almost a year probably. Uh, but here it is a Tang and, uh, from psych ward. And then immediately followed that is uh funny bone by psych ward. While well, I let these two go, uh, cheer on Tim. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back here on money's crazy mind back in studio one, man, this place sucks compared to studio two. I agree. It's been a long weekend, it's been a long grind Steady wasting time at this little job of mine It's time for the weekend, hear what I'm speaking It's time for achieving, visual peaking Got me tweaking, I need a release I wanna swing fist, I wanna rip some shit Tennis club up and bang your head Psych war music, make you feel a bloodshed Kids don't wanna dance, they wanna start a riot They wanna start a riot, they wanna start a riot Kids don't wanna dance, they wanna start a riot They wanna start a riot, they wanna start a riot
doing right, doing wrong. Parents pissed off every time I write a song. Smoke crack, push up Satan, what the fuck is that? It's something funny, made for you to laugh at. You're destroying America with your rap. You're so full of shit, I need to call hazmat. The only way I would ever apologize is if I had my face buried in your sister's thighs. Sorry for what it's worth, but the best part of you was the afterbirth. If you can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. Nah, 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 and I fucked your sister. If you can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. see the countdown there we are coming back here live got rid of some of the man meat so it's not as crowded in here now but we still got the guys from psych ward here my wife is still here jeremy is still here jeremy needs to put his phone down and act like he's been here before (laughs) um yeah always always i don't i don't play around when it comes to to calling people out about their phones dave that's why mine's in my purse. <laughs> uh, but, all right, so we, we cleared out the room here a little bit. We were actually just talking off the air about Crown Jewel 
Logan Paul, Jake Paul coming into being um, to start training with WWE and everything. Um, but uh, I mean, there was a leaked uh, Royal Rumble lineup that had three surprising names on it. The first one was Matt Cardona. WWE fans might remember him as Zack Ryder. It'd be nice to see him back. I mean, he actually busts his ass, and I mean, Mm -hmm. he's a good wrestler. Jay White was another one. Jay White could be interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All depends on how they're going to play this OC Judgment Day move. Right, right. And then the third name is, I mean, I I was a huge proponent of him coming back to AEW. I, I rode that train into the ground, and now I am regretting saying what I said about him coming back. But the third name that was on that list was CM Punk. Oh, God. Good you also see there's a lot of reports that no one wants him back. Yes. Outside of creative. Right. And, and actually, the, the funny thing is... it goes back to... Uh, AEW? No. Uh, UFC. So UFC, can... so he can get his ass whooped. Well, I mean, he was announcing UFC, was he not? So nothing's better than watching CM Punk get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I used to, I used to be a mark for him. I used to think he was great, and now he's just turned into a whiny bitch. Yeah, it's like seriously. It's like Ooh. I mean, you were out of the business for almost ten years. You mm-hmm. come back, the business has changed significantly in that time, mm-hmm. and you're bitching that the business isn't what it was when you walked out of WWE. Yeah, and the, and also like I don't know. I I just like you know like the whole shit between him and Cole Cabana. I'm just like wow, you don't sell out your people. I'll tell you what, the match I want to see, Nick fucking Gage versus CM Punk. <laughs> That'd be there fucking will, awesome. There will be nothing left of Punk. That's the point. <laughs> Murder, death, kill. Uh, Rob said he's still here. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Rob Hill. Um, but let's, let's, all right. You guys used to promote wrestling. Uh, Randy, you and I did a commentary team together. We, we, mm-hmm. I, I would say that we were mediocre at best. Yeah. About, yeah, it's about mediocre. We're we're, we're getting we're how how's to say, we were getting our feet wet. Yes, yes. And then uh, the the team we was dip, we were dipping our balls. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Talking about balls. Talking about balls. But we were dipping our balls into the uh, Wednesday night seven to nine p.m. right here on Redline Radio. <laughs> not, not us dipping our balls. In that. No, no. Oh, we'll see us dip our balls. In that <laughs> He's made him happy over there. See two dudes dip their balls in something? <laughs> two hours? He's like, fuck yeah. No, there will be no balls dipping this Wednesday. We're just we were dipping our balls into the wrestling commentating world. And Chris, you were you were the uh promoter uh of all that back then. Um how do you think because I was hypercritical of a lot of the changes that WWE had been making over the past few years. Do you think the business has gotten better? I think the business has gotten better, and I think Honestly, a lot of people were talking about Vince McMahon leaving. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think Triple H is finally doing what WWE needed to do yeah. a long time ago. Right. And start listening to the wrestlers. Let the wrestlers actually learn to cut promos on their own. Yes. And let some real life in. So, Vince leaving, do you think it was for the betterment of WWE? Yes. or Okay. Because I know that I, I know that there are a lot of people that are not happy with the direction that WWE is going. To be honest with you, I watched the product before Vince started getting uh, 
investigated for dipping millions of dollars into women's pussies. Um, if we had it, we all would do it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can't really shame the guy. I mean, come on. Like, if you had his money, wouldn't you do the same? I mean, I mean, I mean Megan, I mean, I mean, don't listen. <laughs> Put those on and turn her. <laughs> I'll say this. Megan will probably do it even. She had the money. She'd be like, yep, sure. You know, I mean, so he was being investigated for for embezzling money as hush money for women that he was having an affair with. Some of the names that actually came out in that are Trish Stratus. Oh, Trish. really? Um, take my money. Shut up and take my money. See, this is where I would fuck up. I'd be like, hell yeah, I was balls deep in that. But Trish Stratus was named in it. Paige was actually named in it. Um, there were a couple of women that were just like behind the scenes people that worked at corporate a office. Yeah. Um, and then I think one of the, the other name that was implicated in that, but yet they made her the interim CEO while the investigation was going on was Stephanie McMahon that she knew about all of oh. this. I thought we were going to have some weird back. I, know. I was <laughs> like, oh, gross. Well, oh, all right, man. so so you remember back in like 2005, 2006, when Stephanie got pregnant for the first time by her now husband, Triple H, Vince was going to do the storyline to where he was the father of the baby. Oh, God. To cover up the relationship between Stephanie and Hunter. Yeah, that would have only made the fan base in the South happy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but this was already after the failure of the Katie Vick storyline. So, I mean, it's like, do we really want to go there again? They would have high numbers in, like, Kentucky, West Virginia. (laughs) Florida, it would have been off the charts. I mean, Alabama, Arkansas. (laughs) That gives a whole new meaning to I'm your poppy. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I'm your poppy, boy. (laughs) You're fired, sister, brother. But dad, <laughs> but dad, grandpa, grandpa, dad. Yeah, grandpa, dad. <laughs> brother, father. Brother, father. Oh, well, that was the other idea was that it was going to be Shane's. Oh man, what the? F- they just need to realize they're from Connecticut, not fucking Kentucky. Oh, what is- <laughs> I think during that era, they were trying to push the envelope really hard with that ruthless aggression and all that, mm-hmm. trying to keep up with WCW and thinking, whatever I can do to make you. Yeah, but I, by, by that point, WCW was closed. It was yeah, them I, and nothing. I think, I think there comes a there comes a line where like, all right, we're gonna push this line right here, and then there's like comes a yeah, let's push incest. I just find it funny that the person that said, yeah, no, Vince, you're crazy, is Paul fucking Heyman. Oh, yeah. The one that, the one that they like to poke fun at. He's, he's probably like, all right, guys, do you really want to go along with this? Do you know how fucking stupid this is? <laughs> I mean, Somebody's he's lo- been smoking crack, obviously. He's looking at Stephanie, his boss, because she was in charge of SmackDown at the time. How do you feel about this, Steph? Do you really want your father to impregnate you? Yeah, but here goes the bad part. Like every and time I see Paul like, oh, Heyman yeah, now, sure. yeah, but here goes something funny though. Every time I see Paul Heyman nowadays, kind of reminds me of Greg Kelly. Yeah, uh. I mean he's he cut, he's still one of the best promo guys in the game, hands down. Well, yeah, but have you ever been like talked to about getting put on a show by Greg Kelly? No. Oh man, <laughs> great promo guy. Like, I'm not, I'm not shit talking to him either. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is Greg actually listening? <laughs> Holy fuck. He's going to mark this down on his calendar. The first time Randy didn't bust my balls. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it. I personally, I think WWE's product is getting better. Uh, AEW is starting to get a little stagnant. I think they need to to back some things up a little bit. and They need to, they need to quit being so much WCW in early 
Yeah. Like WWF, and they just needed to find who the fuck they are. Exactly. Stop hiring ex-WWE talent. There's a reason they were let go from WWE other than just budgetary cuts. Also, get someone in there now. I get it. Tony Khan wanted to do his product his way. Now Let Jericho to, write. It's now time to get someone else in there for another perspective because you keep yes. hashing WCW 20 years ago back now. Oh, my God. You have Jim Ross. Mm-hmm. Why not pick that man's brain? Jim, Ro- but no way, Jim, Ross, Jim Ross was great at picking talent but never good on stories. He'll tell me himself. But you got Tony Schiavone. Like you said, Jericho. Yeah. Let Jericho do it. I mean, Jericho it came up with the whole list thing by himself. Mm-hmm. Here you go. People hate him to death, but he's one of the best writers of all time. Yeah. Jim Cornette. Oh, God. Yeah, you got a little corny, though, man. I don't I, know, but, I, then we, but then we'd be going back to the old AWA in Memphis days. If yeah, but no, like, listen to him talk now. He's actually understanding what should be done, and he's talking about how this person is being used wrong. This person is being done wrong. Or here's an idea. How about don't piss off Cody Rhodes and bring him back? Mm-hmm. Or like even Vince Russo said, or Bischoff, one of the two. There's four great storylines. Use them. Yeah. Change who it is, change what you're doing with them, and just rehash them back and yeah. forth every six months. Yeah. You know, Vince, Vince Russo, we see how much of a great like writer he was. Bro. Let me tell you something, bro. Okay, bro, we're we're gonna put we're gonna put a bottle of Geritol on a pet on a pole, and we're gonna have the NWO, bro. Now listen to me, bro. They're they're all gonna fight each other, bro, and they're gonna try to get the bottle of Geritol, bro. Exactly. And then and then we're gonna put the world title on David Arquette, bro. Exactly. But then, like years later, as as you see, he's like, I didn't do that. So yeah, no bullshit. Even Bischoff is sitting like, if I get blamed for David Arquette, I will literally walk into Russo's house and beat the shit out of him. Speaking of David Arquette, did you see that uh, documentary? I am not. Or, uh, you cannot kill David Arquette. Yes. Brilliant. Exactly. Brilliant. That was great. But what I loved even more about it was when he was crying about Nick Ga- Nick Gage. Speaking of Nick Gage, <laughs> <laughs> Gage almost murdered that man. Yeah, but but if you Nick listen, Gage if you told him the lesson that should have happened. He's, he goes in, he goes, dude, he goes, I went in and told him exactly what I wanted. To oh, do. yeah. And he said, I'm 100% in for it. I'm in for it. I'm in for it. And then coming five minutes into the match, it's like, oh, shit. What did I sign up for? Yep. Mm-hmm. But he even said that on the, on the uh, You Cannot Kill David Arquette uh, I haven't documentary. watched that yet. Oh, so good. So David Arquette, um, after the divorce between him and Courtney Cox, he kind of went through a little bit of a midlife crisis. Okay. You know, because obviously this was before Scream 4 even. Like, this was all shot even before Scream 4. So they, they had not rekindled yet. Okay. I mean, like, they're they're okay. Like, they, they understand, you know, they're separated, but they're still trying to be friends and all of that. But um, don't expect Dewey to be back in Scream 5 or 6. Wow. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Um, I was vacuuming my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so he he's always felt guilty because he feels like a lot of fans turned on him after he won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship back in like 2000. After the oh yeah, they made a movie called Ready to Rumble. Yeah, with DDP. Yeah, yeah and David Arquette was in it, and you know a few other non wrestling people. To help promote the movie, 
they thought it would be a brilliant idea to put one of the most coveted prizes in professional wrestling around the waist of David Arquette. Okay. That started the demise of WCW. Shit, they should have started a fucking drug test. Who's fucking smoking crack? Exactly. What? What? Seriously. It, it, it is very blasphemous for an outsider, and an outsider in this case is somebody that has not been in the business, has not earned their stripes, or filled their bump card, as Taz used to like to say on his show. I mean, basically, they smacked every legend in the face by doing that. Like, Yeah. If you look at that title, you think Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Harley Race. Yes. You know, just to name a few. And, and they put it on around the waist of David Arquette as a promotional stunt for a movie that sucked. Oh, the movie uh, didn't suck so bad, but it was just a fact. Depends on how stoned you are. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, I, I like it, but, I mean. It had its place in time. It had its place, yes. And Is, isn't, yeah, Rose McGowan's a nitro. Rose McGowan, yeah. 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 That makes it a little bit of a lot. Florida Jacks! <laughs> But so they do this, and that starts the downfall of not only WCW, but David Arquette claimed that it, it ruined his career. Nah, I think a lot worse ruined his career. Scream three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's saying it ruined his career because a lot of people that were fans of his wasn't wrestling fans at the time, and he thinks they turned on him then. Mm-hmm. And then he said a lot of producers thought it was a bad look for him as an actor to, to win this. something that he wasn't. Interesting. So he actually went out, decided to get trained to be a professional wrestler, and actually took on some pretty big names in the indie circuit. Still doing some indie shows. Yeah. And one of the men out there is Brian Gage. He's a death... Mick Gage. Mick Gage. Gage. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. He's a deathmatch extraordinaire, which means, like, you know, fluorescent light tubes, you know... Beating the shit out. Shit that will fucking kill you, basically. And he said, if I can go in there, and I don't even have to beat Nick Gage. I just have to survive Nick Gage, that this will get me back in good, not only with the wrestling fans, but might make me look a little bit better with my fans. Because now by this point, I've gone through. I've trained. I've earned my bumps, as he liked to call it. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, dude, almost dying in a wrestling ring against some a, a dirt fucking wrestler is not going to put you back in the good graces. I don't, know, I don't think I, I don't think I would actually call Nick Gage a dirt wrestler. I mean, I don't know, man. Nick Gage can actually uh, Nick Gage can can work. He can see, work. I, I mean, I could see like I've I, watched him live quite a few times at Downer Deodian and I could see if we we're talking about like Necro Butcher. Like Necro Butcher, that, that you know. My only thing from this whole story is like <laughs> How in the fuck does David Arquette have fans? Like what? What? Like when someone's like, yeah, you know what? When he was in Scream as Dewey, that like changed my life. Like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still wondering the... the fans aspect in David yeah, Arquette. Yeah, like, like, yeah. son of a bitch. He's wearing a fucking wrestling championship belt around. Fuck him. I'm not watching Scream too. I'm not <laughs> doing it. I, I, now I'm not well, even watching. I mean, he even, he even, well, right, and, and that's exactly what he claimed. He claimed that it hurt Courtney's career on Friends because he was wearing the WCW belt. I'm like, no, Friends sucked so, as it is. Like, and, yes. that's, <laughs> and that's all I'm getting at real quick is like how out of touch these dudes are. Like these people. Yeah. Are. Like they're they're so fucking famous. They're like my fans turn that no motherfucker. What the fuck are you talking about, fans? Well, no, like, at the same time, he had Thunder Rosa go on Busted Open Radio. Yeah. And she said she was a fan of him at that point, but she almost kind of didn't like him as a wrestler because she felt, because she'd been watching wrestling, that 
it was disrespectful. Okay, so now we've we've discovered that maybe he's, David Arquette fans are actually from Mexico. <laughs> 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 All right, we discovered that. Like, because I, I, I mean, I, literally, we can. Does anybody this. even know that Patricia Arquette is his fucking sister? sister I, yeah. I mean, I knew, I knew that. No, we knew that one just because yeah. last name. I mean. But, I mean, it's like, even she's just like, I don't know if I want to associate with my brother now that he's done that. Like, that was even in the documentary. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? What have you done in the last 15 did, years that's been meaningful? Have, didn't he have a, a brother that played in Wedding Singer that... Supposedly. That's his brother. And he's, he's either gay. I mean, Julia Roberts has a brother named Eric, too. So yeah, I, mean, I know <laughs> Eric Roberts. But, but the, the dude that in Wedding Singer, where he's yeah. like... He covers for Billy or for yeah. oh, Jesus Christ for Adam Sandler. He's like, yeah. do you really? That's Arquette's yeah. brother. Or yeah. whatever. But I mean, even Courtney Cox is on this documentary saying like, this is how delusional he was that he thought me, I was losing fans because he won a, a, a wrestling title. And she's like, I don't even think we were dating when this happened. I mean, maybe they were, I don't know. I mean, they met on the set of screen and that was right. 96. Right. So, I mean, he didn't win the belt until 2000, so there's four years there. And I think they were married after Scream 2, if I, I remember correctly. I don't know. So yeah, okay, so Courtney Cox has had low standards since 96. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is... Anybody could have banged her. Mr. Six got a chance. Exactly. Still has a chance. Nothing says love like a restraining order. <laughs> All right, Sheldon. <laughs> But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is there any truth to anything that he said about any of this? I mean. Well, we know he has fans in Mexico. and (laughs) See? Yeah. (laughs) Courtney Cox may have been smoking crack while she was dating and married him. I mean, I'm traveling back here. Friends blew big balls. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, he's fuck way delusional. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just want to see him get, like, stabbed again in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Abdullah the Butcher wasn't actually a butcher now, that would be a fun match to see him do. Yeah. It, it'd just, just see Abdullah fork the shit out of him. I mean, that would, that would be. Put him with Sabu. That yeah, would that would be cool. A few uh, triple jump moonsaults, and we'll see how he feels. <laughs> triple threat match. <laughs> Kindo stick the shit out of that motherfucker. What was that guy from uh, Japan that started that hardcore shit? Put him here with him. Fuck it. Buddha, even. Yeah, I know what you were talking about. Like the guy with the, uh, he would do the exploding rings and yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember his name, but put him in with him. Yeah. He still looks like he can work. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just find it funny that. That was like the one big upset with him is everybody hated me because I won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Well, yeah, because you spit on 60 years of legacy at that point. Like you claim to be a huge wrestling fan. When Russo came up to you, bro, I got a brilliant idea, bro. We're going to put the belt around your neck, bro. At that point, if you're a fan and you're not a wrestler, I would be like, uh, no. No, put it on no, DDP. No, yeah, no, no. Put it on somebody it deserves to be on. Yeah. yeah, put it on DDP. Put it on any of the other wrestlers that make an appearance in the movie. Keep it off me. I'm an actor. Like, that's what I would have said at that point. Mm-hmm. Hell, give it back to Sting! Yeah. Put it on Cannon. Yeah, put it on Chris Cannon. He, he's... Everybody at that time was saying Chris Cannon was teaching everybody how to work, and if you watch his work, He's one of the best wrestlers out there. If you watch the the Dark Side of the Ring about Canyon, he, he yeah. even kind of said a lot of that before he died. Yeah. 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 I, 
actors actors doing stupid shit. Exactly. That, that that's the way I look at it. You know. Now we um, got Logan Paul. <sighs> and Jake Paul. And Jake Paul. I will give Jake. I will give both Paul brothers this. They, they stood their ground, ground against Roman. They yeah. stood their ground against Roman, and when he opens his mouth, he puts it behind it. He fought fucking Floyd Mayweather and stand and stood his ground. Yeah. yeah. Probably better than Conor McGregor did. <laughs> and Conor McGregor is a fighter. And Conor McGregor almost beat Mayweather too. I mean, we can't deny that. But if you watch yeah, but... the fights, the Paul fight was actually more entertaining. I'd like to see Jake Paul versus like Mike Tyson. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. He challenged Mike Tyson. One of them did. One of the Paul oh, brothers. Yeah, but the Ty- Tyson ain't going to come back for that. Shit, Tyson still looks fucking like he can fight. Who do you think would win in a match, Andre the Giant or the Big Show? Uh, considering the fact that Show's alive and Andre's dead, probably Show. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in their prime. I'd still go with the Show. I'd still go Big Show. Yeah. He can move for a big man. He could even move back then as a big man. Yeah, and also Andre had all those problems even, like, in the prime of his career. He, he could barely he, lift Hogan in WrestleMania three. Yeah, he, he had all those problems. Like, when you watch the documentary about him. You know, that documentary is so sad. The more yeah. would be Bam Bam Bigelow. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I'd have to go Bam Bam. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my That's vote. a name Bam I haven't Bam. heard in a long time. Yeah, I know, or maybe right? even a Terry Gordy, because Terry Gordy was almost six. Terry Gordy, six, yeah. Six, seven. Yeah, but like my my whole thing, I didn't like Terry Gordy because he always looked like that one like retard. Like we can say retard, right? Yes. All right, cool. Retard safe. I just dropped three retards. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I mean, it, it, there is a parental advisory before the show. So anyway, I mean, so like Terry Gordy always looked like that one retard guy that would be hanging out at the bar. You look at me funny, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I just I can never really get behind him. Even when he was part of the Freebirds, I'm like, this guy looks like a fucking weirdo. Man, Rob says he was huge. Uh, Gordy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still remember Bam Bam dropping Taz off of the stage at the ECW show in Asbury Park. I mean, you could tell that that wasn't fake because even the ref was just like, you all right? You going to die? <laughs> Taz, you're kind of small compared to Bam Bam. Are you okay? <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah, there's another one. He's coming up character that looks only you don't even want to be in the ring is Hook. Yeah. His dad's fucking Taz. Mm-hmm. When he comes out, he does barely does anything. Yeah, but I don't know. I, th- I think Taz versus probably Big Van Vader would have been interesting. Ooh. Barefoot Taz, though. Yeah. When he was still the Tasmaniac. Yeah, I think that would I think that would be an interesting match. Or even just the human suplex machine Taz. And it, ECW Taz. We'll, well, yeah, we'll put because it. like also, also <laughs> like when when you hear the stories about Vader, it's depending on like which Vader you got. Did you mm-hmm. did you piss Vader off and I mean, cause like, or, or are you gonna get Boy Meets World Vader? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like even like when you you hear like Mick Foley talk about his uh, yeah. You know, he's, he's he's like, sometimes, you know, uh, Vader would not, you know, cushion that hit. So, am I the only one uh, here that has seen the, the blockbuster Netflix show yet? I, I caught, like, maybe, I think, like, the first episode and a half. I caught bits and pieces that you watch at home. Like I, I was trying, I was trying to get into it. It's just, it's, it's such a. It's weird, a slow burn. It's such a weird premise too, and, and like the actors in it. I'm like, all right, you know, it's like, it's like the actors aren't too bad, but then again, it's just like, all right, this is kind of. It's a slow burn show, and I think for me, it's more just the nostalgia of it. Like I look around and I look to see what they got right 
for like what things should look like inside the store and stuff like that. But, but like, he used to work with me at Blockbuster. But so. see, here here goes my thing. What would have made the show a little more greater is if they would just kind of pushed it back in time to before yeah. it was the last blockbuster yeah, yeah, yeah because like you know it's like after watching at the last blockbuster documentary you know, documentary yeah. i'm like you're kind of like disrespecting them a little bit and i was like i thought that was a really great documentary and then actually the executive producer of that show is the uh manager of uh, the last blockbuster they I, needed oh, their permission to even okay. make that show see i did not know that maybe mm-hmm. i'll actually give, give it a better watch now yeah, I mean I'll, the I'll the phone call at the beginning from corporate where they're just like, "You guys are now officially the last blockbuster on earth." I was waiting for it to say like, "Welcome to Bend, Oregon," somewhere, yeah. and they're in like upstate New York or something like that on the show, and I'm like, "Well, that's no like respect the fact that the final blockbuster is in Bend." Yeah, know? like that that would have made it a little, made it a little more nice, and not mm-hmm. being in such like the weird I don't know. It's like, it's like some upstate New York City or something like that. It's like some weird city in some, New York. And, and some weird, like, fucking shopping mall style thing. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's in, like, a strip mall, kind of like we were in Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, the and then you, you got the guy who owns the party supply store. And not to give away too much. That guy is fucking annoying. Could they have found a better actor? He, he is, is probably the worst character on the show. Like, I, I could deal he's, with everybody that works like, at like, Blockbuster. He's like the Wish.com Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. it it's <laughs> like we couldn't get Eddie Murphy, so we're going to get this guy. Who is it? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, he's fucking, I don't know. He's horrible. Yeah, because he's like the guy that you he's the guy you get it when you can't get Eddie Murphy. <laughs> we don't have Eddie Murphy money. We got this guy money. <laughs> I all right. I mean, does anybody else find it? And I and I kind of did a whole episode based on this TV show, but um, and uh, yeah, we called the actual. Last well, no, no, I'm talking about after the show came out on Netflix. I oh. did, a, a, you know, kind of breaking it down. But um, <laughs> Janice actually kind of bombed in on that show a little bit too. Janice uh, Step Stepka, she used to work at Blockbuster. Oh, yes. Yeah, she kind of uh, it's uh, JB Smooth. Is that the dude from Saturday Night Live or whatever? JB Smooth. Actually, smooth. Smooth is what it says on here, but that is the the owner of the party supply store. JB Smooth's normally pretty cool though. JB is. Yeah, uh, but we have uh, Randall Park as the owner of or the manager of Blockbuster. He's not a bad actor. I've caught him in a couple of things. Like he's not bad. He's actually a funny co- uh, comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we have Melissa F- uh, Fumera as Eliza. Yes, the uh, older, like the older lady who doesn't get the uh, references that her daughter hates her. That's yes, so, yeah, yes. I remember from like the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olga Olga Marie uh, Meredith is the the old lady that works there. That's actually pretty funny. I like her. Yeah, she's yeah, she's one of the she's actually one of the reasons probably I might actually watch the show because she makes it worthwhile. Oh, her and uh, the other chick, Hannah, that's played by Madeline Arthur. Those two, uh, is the is this the address? Ken Tisher. Yes, that is the owner of the last blockbuster. He, so the guy that owned that store originally that turned it from a, a, a whatever into a blockbuster, he still owns it. Sandy is just the manager of it. And they have permanent licensing now from Dish Network, so they are allowed to keep the name Blockbuster forever. 
That's wow. Pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So as long as they remain in business, they can be called Blockbuster. Well, then are they involved in the streaming that's... What's going on with that? Like, I have not really heard anything of that. I just, dish. I know that, well, Dish has kind of had like the blockbuster on demand right? for like ever, right. but they don't do anything with it. But all of a sudden, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but the blockbuster Facebook page all of a sudden just magically came back to life one day. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. I follow it every day. He's on every day. He's like number one fan. I don't. It just comes across my timeline every once in a while. Like the one day I'm just scrolling through, all of a sudden it said Blockbuster, we're back, and I'm like, no, you're not, because I'm not working there. Like, <laughs> but it was a, it I don't know. Like, it's, it's How kind do of, I apply? It, it's, yeah. it's kind of funny though, like because like think about back in the day, like you you had your choice of like you know your little neighborhood video stores mm-hmm. and, and Blockbuster. I always felt when I went to Blockbuster, it was a little more classier. Like, I had to put pants on. Mm-hmm. You know? Then you, you go to, like, you know, you know your normal down-the-road one, you know, your mom-and-pop shop ones. Those were always the greatest because you tried to sneak into the adult section. Yep. Those mm-hmm. just had a little, uh, you know, little little magical curtain there. Yeah. Yeah, I always snuck a peek. Exactly. Those are, that's, that's why I always remember best between the two. I'm just like, well, up class today. I'm gonna to go to uh, Blockbuster. What was it? Was that other one that opened up like shortly before the demise of them? The family video. Family video. Yeah. Well, no, no, that that was like the. I don't know. Family video. It seemed like the they had bunch Hollywood ones. video. Hollywood, Hollywood video. video. Well, Blockbuster ended up buying them out and had got their entire inventory. Yeah, yeah I think I stole late fees to all three. <laughs> You're the reason we're closed. How fucking dare you? Uh, No, I'm kidding. I don't see anything about a new streaming service. Like, the last thing I saw was from 2011. Funny-ass thing just popped into my head. So the company that I'm working with right now, Mm -hmm. the president of the company used to be a district manager for Blockbuster. Oh, get the hell out of there. He knows Max. He knew Ace. Oh, wow. It it was wild. Like, we were talking about that shit, and he's like, yeah, Big Macs? And I was like, yeah. Oh, see, Rob still owes fines to them, too. Well, fuck you both, all right? Hey, I mean, (laughs) you know, the tape was good. I mean. We're all going to owe fines to somebody. Yeah. Blockbuster, the library. I don't know. I mean, come on. I mean, let's let's think. How many people ordered tapes from, like, BMG and didn't pay for them? (laughs) (laughs) Um. What is that? BMG? BMG, Columbia yeah. House, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. You got to work the circuit there, man. Yes. Come on. Yes. I mean, I got my 10 for a penny, but, I mean, they wanted more money after that. I mean, yeah, I, I was I, like, fuck that. I'm not yeah. paying you more money. Right. I, I gave you that. a penny. I told you my name was Ralph Manchez for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Even Rob's just, like, guilty. Um, but uh, I just think it's funny that, like, 50% of the reason Blockbuster went out of business was Netflix. We cannot deny that. But yeah. the company that helped put Blockbuster out of business now has an exclusive television show about the company they put out of business. I would. That's a fucking flex. Exactly. Yeah, I would. Totally. That's like, I don't know, man. There's like so many compared to that. I'm like trying not to be offensive tonight, but <laughs> trying to. God damn it. But that's like, okay, like, I don't know, like, Say, like, I don't know, like, you're banging up. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm just going to behave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not used to this new Mr. Sick. We need to get you back on drugs and alcohol, sir. I'm trying to behave lately. <laughs> so I've learned no matter what, whenever I do something bad, it somehow somehow it pops up and I get in trouble for it. True, true. Like, but, I have haters. Yeah. I don't need them to record that. Next thing I know, I get 
fucking wrote up over it. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even say that at work. But it, it, the funny thing is, is like, you know, there was the meeting, the famous meeting when Blockbuster or Netflix gave Blockbuster the chance to buy them. And this was. <laughs> I mean, that's what Blockbuster told them, yeah. you know, and now all these years later, some guys like, hey, I have the, an idea for a Blockbuster television show, but it has to be streamed on Netflix. Netflix is just like, you got it. Here's $15 million or however much, you know, they, they gave them to make the TV show. I mean, it, it's just, it's the ultimate flex at that point, it, like you said. It exactly. is, for sure. But also, are the people that were involved in that, at that time, still, like, involved with Netflix? Probably at some point somewhere in the company. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the one, the one guy that went to Dallas, to Blockbuster's corporate He's office, is the owner of Netflix. I mean, and in, in like he he still has shares in the company. That's never changed. And oh yeah, he still owns it. shares and everything. So I mean, you you would have to think like even if he's not like involved in the day to day operations of Netflix anymore, you would think that somebody there had to call me like you're not going to believe what oh, we just course. you know. <laughs> yeah, they were like they were like yes, press the button, go, even put it together, shares, blank fucking check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this show could have the biggest budget in Netflix history. We offered them to buy us for a billion dollars, well, they and they said. <laughs> They obviously didn't put together that good of a budget. As he had said, there's no Eddie Murphy. Right. We got JV's move Where instead. Who the fuck is Eddie Murphy? <laughs> They're like, biggest budget ever. Eddie Murphy, but not that big. Not that big. Cat Williams? Yeah, they could have at least got Cat Williams. <laughs> Mike Apple. He, he's like, did all the actors get their fines wiped off the record as payments? Exactly. <laughs> JV Smooth probably owes a lot. Yeah. He's supposed like, to. Have any of you guys seen Clerks 3 yet? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I haven't. Oh, dude. See, I, I like, being being a fan of that ever yes. since finding it at, like, a video store that was not Blockbusters. Yes. Um, being Just being a fan of Kevin Smith, let yeah. alone, and just watching that whole journey there. I, me, I just think it's it's kind of like a ode to, like, growing the fuck up. And yes! Really seeing... Where the fuck Randall and Dante finally went to. Yes, yes. Because it's like, you know, you remember watching, you know, like I remember watching the first Clerks like mm -hmm. way back in the day. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, entertaining and like, ooh, I want to be Randall. Randall's so fucking cool. And then you watch Clerks 2, you're like, well, Randall's kind of, fuck, I don't want to be either of those two. I want to be right. more like Jay and Silent Bob. Right, right. But then, you know, it, it all kind of like Clerks 3, you're like, oh, man, it makes fucking sense. God damn you, Kevin Smith. Yeah. This is a second fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, I definitely shed tears at the end. Oh, yeah. Yes, you it, did. You're the second person I've heard say that. He did. He, he was oh, I was bawling like a little fucking baby. I'm just like, damn you, Kevin. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, yeah, like, I mean, even I got a little choked up myself yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, shit, you know, because it's like, you know, and, and it, it's kind of funny. It's like the whole growing up thing. And mm -hmm. Like, you, if you remember, like, did you see uh, Reboot? Yes, I loved and, Reboot. Like, Re Reboot was another great one. It was about the whole, like, coming of age and having kids and our kids not thinking our shit's funny. Mm -hmm. You know, me being an uncle and my own niece going, that's not funny. You're, you're fucking old. <laughs> you're a fucking old weirdo. Right. Shut up. Just over there in the corner, not paying attention. <laughs> As she did the last time she was here. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, that's my uncle. He's just fucking weird. Yeah. Let's look past him. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. Smile so and yeah. Nod. Smile, and, Smile nod. and nod, pretty much, yeah. So yeah, like I don't know, like you know, with like reboot and whatnot, I was like, finally somebody fucking gets me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like Clerks Three, it's like, oh man, god damn it. And, and by the time Clerks Three comes around, you kind of realize that just about everybody in life is fucking Dante. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> damn it. I was supposed to be here today. Exactly. <laughs> You know, but uh, what's up, Tracy? How you doing? Um, the reason I brought up Clerks 3, though, is there's there's the scene where, you know, Jay and Silent Bob hand the tape to Dante and Randall and be like, we're sorry, we've had this since 93. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they, they own a dispensary now, so they have money. It's not like they're fucking broke. Plus, they've they've now stopped two Hollywood movies about exactly. Blunt Man and Chronic, so they got Hollywood money, too. You know, and they're just like, well, how much are the late fees? So they figured it out to be like eleven grand, and they're like, all right, you got Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, produce the movie and we got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. But yeah, you got. But what you gotta love Kevin Smith for is like basically also when you look at Clerks Three, and I don't mean like if. No, listening. actually, I didn't. Tracy Harris still on. Like, if you're listening and you have not watched Clerks Three. Watch Clerks 3. Watch Clerks 3. What I'm about to say may ruin a little bit, but still yet watch Clerks 3. But, you know, what I thought was great was also when you look at it, like Kevin Smith was able to make a movie about his journey of making a movie. Yes. And And one of the worst tragedies of his life, too. Yeah. And I I thought that was actually really great because, you know, it's like, all right. You basically got to see Clerks through Kevin's eyes. And if you watch the credits, there's actually a really nice message from Kevin Smith. Yeah. In there, too. And it's that was even more just like, all right, you do this other thing first. And then you do this like, damn it, you got me crying twice at the end of your movie. You yeah. not fat anymore, bastard. Like, <laughs> but also, like, he's, he's still talking about, you know, he's still talking about doing more rats, mm-hmm. which uh, I mean, I'd be definitely interested to see because just from what I heard, um, Oh, Morris too sounds like it's gonna be epic if he ever gets it off the ground. Yeah, it just like Chase and Amy, I just kind of you know I'm like, all right, I heard him talking about doing Chase and Amy too, and I'm like, man, just leave it as is. Yeah, leave chasing Amy leave alone. It alone. Dogma, leave Dogma alone. Oh, come on, Dogma Part Two would be great with another shit monster. I was gonna say we'd have to have another rubber poop monster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> More shit monsters. Yes, we had one Golgothan. Now there's two. There's two shit monsters. <laughs> And they could they could do a hologram of like George Carlin. Oh, that would be funny. That'd be fucking awesome. Would be awesome. What they could do is they could easily just rip off like Star Wars and just be like, fuck it, we're gonna call it Dogma. <laughs> rise of J Rise of J and Silent Bob. <laughs> well, they are the prophets. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could fucking scam like Ben Affleck and fucking Matt Damon into coming back. I mean, Affleck's not making Batman movies right now, so I mean he definitely could be part of that. I mean, and rumor has it he's coming back as Batman. Like 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 the shiny the shiny vampire guy, he's gone. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, and that sucks because I actually liked him as Batman. Like it wasn't bad. It was like I don't know. It was kind of it was weird. Interest, yeah, it was. It was an interesting one. It was like watching. I don't know. I just felt like it. Just it was a giant snuff film in a way. Just no murder. But okay, yeah, yeah. and and that was kind of. It definitely had that film noir feel, which which a Batman movie should have. I agree with that. My, my question is like when I seen the Riddler, I was like, what the fuck? It's the only Batman 
Batman movie I've ever watched that I fell asleep watching. It was just so damn boring. It was boring. Yeah. It was probably the worst Batman. It was kind of Frank boring, Christmas though. fell back. I liked it. I did like it. It was boring, though. Like, yeah. I, I tried to watch it, it three times. They probably could have... times. They could have cut an hour out. Like, it did not need to be three hours. Here's my... So, is if they're going to do something with that, I'm cool with it. But, like, you know, like, make a sequel mm. or a, a better story to follow with They were. Action. They were. And, I mean, and that, that the, this whole Warner Brothers teaming with Discovery Entertainment thing, I, I, I'm so fucking confused because of the decisions that they're making. They're like, Batgirl? No, Batgirl. Batgirl, bad. Batgirl have to go away. But the Flash running around all over the world slapping people? Hey, you know what? We like the Flash. That movie gets to stay. Titans TV show? The Titans TV show is actually pretty good, too. Exactly. The Harley Quinn cartoon? I liked that one. <laughs> I think that maybe they're... She's like, finally something I know. Maybe, maybe they're I'm upset like all, over all the that. lesbian references. Then you should have let Batman eat fucking Catwoman out! <laughs> Exactly, but, you know, come on, they, they don't have us writing, so. <laughs> no, that was actually in the script for season three. There was going to be a scene where Batman eats Catwoman out. Wow. And and the executives at Warner Brothers said, yeah, we can't have somebody eating pussy. But then they do all this lesbian shit with Harley and, and Ivy. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, so wait a minute. You mean to tell me that Batman and fucking Catwoman can get married in the comics and make quite a few references to a few things that happen sexually between them two in comic books. But in a rated television MA, mature audiences, where Harley Quinn says fuck 15 times in a 20-minute episode, we can't see Batman eat her out for two seconds? Maybe they're hoping just to have like Batman smoke Robin's pole. But Robin hasn't even made an appearance on the Harley Quinn cartoon yet. Yeah, but they would have, you know. They would've... I mean, Jim Gordon's a fucking drunk, and he they showed him having sex with a hooker. Oh, man. Oh, really? HBO Max, ladies and gentlemen, they just gave you a $9.99 with ads version. So there you go. That's funny. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it. it I liked the Batman, but I like that style of Batman. For me, Year One and the Frank Miller interpretation of Batman are some of the best interpretations of Batman. Yeah. And for what Matt Reeves did with the Batman was a very Year One story. Now, could they have gotten away from the Zodiac, weird, hush, hybrid, freaking Riddler? Yes. Yeah, that Riddler has kind of, like, caused me to go, what the fuck? I'm just like... I mean, he was definitely referencing Hush. Yeah. But if you're going to do Hush, just fucking do, do Hush. hush. Like, exactly. Just do Hush. Don't do not do the Riddler looking like some fucking weirdo. Just do Hush. Yeah. I mean, there, there was, there's a thousand more, and what I hope, if, if they do a part two, there's a thousand more characters I hope they use. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Talon. Um, yeah, Talon would be. Oh, I would love to see Talon with the whole court of the owls. I would love that. Like that would be fucking great. Um, shit, so many more. And I mean, do a live action Killing Joke. Exactly, that would be great. But you know, they're not going to. They're By the way, like, rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. 
Yeah, that was kind of sad. Yeah, Batman died. Yeah. Well, the animated Batman died. Yeah. Yes, I guess. The I best voice of Batman's I had to watch that day. Hey, hey, you, you shut up, grin and bear it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank no, you. I went. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got feet. Well, see, she wasn't home all day, so she had no idea how much I watched before she even got home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so me and the dog, it's very, me, me and very the dog sentimental moment. Slept. It's like, come on. The think. voice of my childhood died. Yeah. You gotta think, like, shit, Mark Hamill passed away. Fuck. Oh, God, no. No. Not the best Joker to ever do the voice of the Joker. Oh. Oh. The best actor was Nicholas, Jack Nicholson for that. No, Jack Nicholson was not well, the best he was, Joker. He was, he was good. He was, Jack he, Nicholas was one of the best, but Heath he Ledger was. was. I think, yeah. every, I think everybody Ledger that's... Heath Ledger was too big for him. I personally, if that. you ask me, I think everybody that's ever played the Joker have brought their own brand yeah. all the way from like... Yeah. But, you know, after... 66 all the way up. All right, but here's my problem with Jack Nicholson's Joker, and I didn't realize it until very recently, because I went back and actually watched a couple episodes of that horrid 1966 Batman TV show. Yeah, that show is the shit, dude. I used to watch that. I used to watch that. Dude, I, I fucking loved it. That was my first introduction to Batman. Oh, it was mine, too. But, I mean, now going back and looking at it, it's like, why did I like this? This is horrible. Because but... it was campy and shitty. Well, yeah. And it had Batman. That's all the yeah. I cared about. Um, I did actually see a lot of Cesar Romero in Jack Nicholson's portrayal of but the also, Joker. Also, if you look at it, it's like each person has portrayed Joker has portrayed a different element of Joker. Yes. When you really look at it. Like, Cesar Romero portrayed just the clown aspect. Mm. And then you had... Uh, Jack Nicholson was the criminal. Criminal. And then you had Heath Ledger, who... That was just the psycho. Insanity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he did an awesome job. And then you, you had whoever said, the like, fuck that guy just was. Just walking around after. Jared, what, Jared, Jared, Jared Leto. He, was still yeah. in that he wasn't character. bad, but he just. Yeah, I don't know. Jack Nicholson told him, don't let it take over your life. And that's well, see, that, that was the happen. problem. Was it, when Heath Ledger, they said, they said in an interview, when he signed up for that role and he started exploring that side, mm -hmm. it opened up so much of his mind that he didn't think about. And he literally went down the rabbit hole and opened didn't his mind. Come back. Yeah. Yeah, it was too big of a heart for him at that well, point in his you know, The depression issues really came to the surface during that. Exactly. Well, then you had the Olsen twins shoving drugs down his throat. I mean, that didn't help yeah. either. No, but... Yeah, come to think of it, now looking at our age here. Oh, come on. Back in the day, if the Olsen twins showed up... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Correction, that's going to sound really fucked up. <laughs> anyway, You got it, dude. <laughs> We're not going back that fucking We're not going back to full house oceans. Come on now. I'm going to, you know, the hot legal oceans. Yeah, I had to think about that for a second. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, actual legal, legal ocean twins. Yeah. yeah. I'm depressed. I'm feeling too much like the Joker. Here's a bunch of pills. Like, exactly. You'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> now, like, I don't know, now, like, when you look at the Ellison twins, it's like something's going on with them. It's like, are they turning into the fucking, like, Lord of the Rings or something? I don't know, man. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they kind of got the Hobbit look to them. It's like, oh, what the yeah, fuck? Very soon, Uncle Joey's going to have to dump them into Mountain Doom. Yeah, exactly. You know? oh, if you look oh, at them. You and you look at too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, if you look at them and then look at him and go, how did he age better than them? Yeah. Money. Like, he was married to Rebecca Romaine. I mean, <laughs> the, ocean, the ocean twins age like coke whores. Yeah. Yeah. They are coke whores. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. That is true. Yeah, they are. I mean, but then you look at Elizabeth Olsen. The Olsen 
that nobody knew about, and all of a right. sudden she's fucking Scarlet Witch. She's at, she's married to fucking. Or, well, no, I'm, I'm, let me let me rephrase that. She was the lady that tried to save Vision, like. And the Olsen twins are like, we're just selling our cheap ass clothes in, in fucking New York. Cheap ass? They're not cheap. Their clothes are made very cheaply. Yes, but they're made not cheaply. Cheap, but they're not cheap. Sweatshops in China make exactly, yeah, exactly. five year olds in China make, make exactly. Yeah, they make Jordans one week and they make Olsen clothing the next. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, Uncle Joey did call them and say, "Hey, do you want to come back and do Fuller House?" And they're like, mm, nah, "No, we're good." Yeah. yeah. They would have just fucked it up. Yeah. They just would have been like shitty joke after shitty joke. They actually did do that. Like they they broke the fourth wall quite a bit when it came to the Olsen twins on Fuller House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, so, how did they go about that? Like so, the very first episode, <laughs> like they do like the whole big family reunion kind of thing. Like you know, it starts out with Danny and the baby, and then DJ comes in and Joey, Dan. Yeah, and then at the end of it, they're like, "Oh, it's too bad Michelle can't be here." No, they asked. Seventy asked where Michelle was. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, she's, they're managing their empire in New York, and they all just look at the camera and go. And then there's another episode where uh, it's DJ's yeah. wedding shower or something, and she. No, it's um, Andrea's. Whatever. Kimmy's. One of them, yeah. And they call Michelle because Michelle wasn't there, and they, they do all of her famous catchphrases through the phone yeah. and all of that. Cameras. Oh, nuts. No way, Jose. You got it, dude. You got it, dude. Yeah, and it, it was. Watchful house in this room. It, it was. It was. It was annoying. You guys gonna say that's lame? Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I mean, they did poke fun at the fact that she never made an appearance, or that neither one of them ever made an appearance at all on the show, and they, it was a running gag throughout the four seasons. So, and here's so here's my take on this. Five. Not that I even give a fuck what the yeah. twins do. I don't. Yeah, but. I agree with them. Like, that Fuller House shit, it kind of seems like a bunch of actors and actresses that were like, hey, we're so desperate to get back out there. Please, let's put this show together. Yeah. Because let's let's face it, like, the show bombed for a reason because nobody really wanted it. I mean, the then, first then, three then, seasons were very, very good. Then they good. had to get rid of Lori because she got in trouble. Yeah, and then in the last <laughs> season, you couldn't even have Aunt Becky because, she, you know, she lied about getting her kids into college. Yeah. And right. she was in jail. But, I mean, you know, overall, the show didn't make money. See, somebody's on Becky in jail now. Well, there was. Aunt Bucky, Becky's getting double stuffed. People nostalgia, people like her that would talk about it probably went and bought out the DVDs, and then all of a sudden they went. He's the one who told me about it. Because it was a Netflix original. Yeah. I mean, you know. He's like, hey, guess what? They're in Fuller House. We're in Florida on our vacation because we got engaged down there. He's like, oh, Lindsay came out. Let's watch it. Like, I don't want to sit on the and watch Fuller House. And then you you never went to sleep that night watching it because you binge watched the whole first season. Yeah, well, then let me ask you guys this then. That's Do you thing. feel like they should have been on the show because, you know. No. 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 Okay. It would have ruined it. I, I mean, I, I don't I think care they should either have been way. In the first season. At least in one episode oh, to just like acknowledge it. Exactly. Yes. Because I, I do. But they of... also accuse John Stamos of abuse. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, didn't didn't they also, didn't they also excuse, uh, accuse uh, Bob, Bob Saget? Saget. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Bob yeah. Saget was awesome. And they, if you watch and read certain things online, when they came, they only got hired for the show because they were the only babies that didn't cry in the audition. 
And when John would pick them up, they would cry. And he's like, I don't want these ones. Find somebody else. He tried to get them fired. Because every time he picked up one of them, they started screaming. Should have used them. John fucking Stamos. Fire these kids. <laughs> Fuck these kids. I was on General <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> Fuck these kids. Get rid of them now. Fire yeah. them. I mean, if he would just pick them up, not even for a, just pick them up and play with them, like behind the scenes, they'd just scream at him. They didn't like, they did not like him. <laughs> they were not Uncle Jesse's fans. No, they were not. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We're supposed what? to be Uncle Alex. <laughs> Next, they're going to be like, what, what was the, what was the Golden Retriever's name that was on the show? Was it? Comet. Comet. Next, they're going to be like, fucking Comet. You used to take a shit on uh, John Stamos' clothes because you didn't like him. You know, but, I mean, here, here's the funny thing. I mean, it's like there, 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 there were some uh, pretty conservative topics that were brought up on Fuller House, like same-sex relationships and a few other things like that. Candace wow. Cameron Burr just came out and, like, completely. Isn't she, like, super Christian? Yeah. Oh, yes, very. Yeah, very. and she just came out condemning the Hallmark Channel for wanting to start including their Christmas movies to have some same-sex relationships and tap into other LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, topics, and that she's going to GMA or GMF or whatever, this new network, run by the guy who used to run the Hallmark Channel and said that they're only going to show... Films with traditional Christian values. How come I got a feeling it's going to be a fuckload of white people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, I mean, seriously, like people like that fucking suck. Cheese and crackers. Cheese exactly. and crackers. It, it, I don't know. Like, I, I think we've grown past the, uh, you know, let's, let's show a little diversity. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't give a fuck if Steve is sucking Steve. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. I mean, you know, it's, it's a new, you know. Everybody should be able to do what the fuck they want, love who the fuck they want. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and my my thing is, is it's just like you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You have a remote, you can change. They're the they're not asking you to be in those movies. Exactly. They're not asking you for a blowjob. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, some other. They're not asking you to make out. They're, you know, it's a, you don't like it, don't watch it. Some other actress came out and kind of condemned her for it, and was just like, "Wow, God doesn't like a hypocrite, Candy." You, you know, really yeah, but like, no, yeah, but you even her brother was at uh, Cameron, uh, Kurt Cameron, yeah, Kurt Cameron, Cameron. yeah, yeah they're, they're like super Jesus freaks, yeah, yeah, they are. It's it's just, I don't know, I just, I've never really got the funny that. thing was, was when he was on Blossom, he was never like that. When she was on Full House, she was never like that. This wasn't until he did those stupid Left Behind movies, Kurt Cameron was on Blossom, or not, whatever show he was on, whatever. Uh, do you think Bob Saget was killed or died of his own actions? I think he was murdered. I, I'll tell you what, though. I will give... This was murdered by the Yosin twins. That's what I'm thinking. They got drugged to one of his little Christian things. It wasn't too bad. Mm. Eh. I don't know. Uh, we are at finally at the two-hour mark um, after starting the show seven minutes late. But, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. Um, but thank you, guys. This was exactly how I wanted this episode to be. Just a shoot the shit session, you know, not not having any real agenda or anything like that. Just kind of just having fun, you know, and I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys you always bring stripper stories. And this time I got to deal with you getting to hear breaking herself on the pole. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually kind of funny because I I'd actually asked the nurse if like she could will me down there so I could see if it was a hot stripper. <laughs> <laughs> 
And she just kind of gave me this look. She's like, not really. I'm like, not really willing me down there or not really that she's hot. She never really answered. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, I kind of had to wonder at that one, you know. You should be like, just push me down the hallway and be like, whoops, I tripped. (laughs) Oh, no, you can't trip on that floor. They're way overprotective. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it happened to stop in front of that room and say, look to your left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're they're real conservative. They don't even let you wipe your own ass. So, yeah. But I wipe my own ass. Exactly. <laughs> I tried that phrase. I'm like, but I wipe my own ass. No, we gotta wipe your ass for you, sir. You uh, you hold on to that bar over there. Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm not that old yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how to do that. This is a do not enter zone here, man. <laughs> grabbed that pole and had a big smile on her face. Like, yeah, here you go. I don't know. I do got to give it up to like nurses though, and especially on that floor, you know, the ones that wipe your ass. You're like, you're just like, oh man, I don't even want to do that job. I didn't want to fucking help oh, God. Did you hear she, going home? Hey, how many asses did you wipe today? She hands him a leather belt and says, "Put this in your mouth and bite down." Bite <laughs> <laughs> down now, bitch! Oh, grab no. the bar. Grab the bar. <laughs> but I can. I I will say this though. Akron General does have a lot of really hot nurses. Oh fuck yeah, they do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck I'm yeah, contemplating on breaking something else here soon. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of working around vacation time. Right, right. I yeah. had surgery back in September. I live in, I'm, so I'm in Cuyahoga Falls. I live in the Akron area. Yeah, right. Yeah. Shit, we're, we're right in Richfield, so we can okay. just. Yeah, right on. Over the valley. F- fucking gorgeous. I was like, dang. I was there for two days. I was like, can I uh, get here for the weekend? Like, you know. I mean, Shit, imagine. Do I make reservations with you? Yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest part about being there for like two weeks. And also, like, you know, I I made, I had the Roku in my room. It was nice. It was like a hotel. Yeah, it's dope. So they made me go to rehab. Yeah. Jeremy's like, yeah, I'm going to go here, and I need your number because I think I'm going to need a sponge bath at home, and I need your number. I think I'm going to need your <laughs> Do I sign up for hands. hospice now, or do, do I have to wait until I actually get cancer? <laughs> well, no, so, so the funniest thing, so I had uh, I had surgery on uh, my kidney, and um, they put a stent in. Ouch. And <laughs> I had so many... So many women look at my dick, you know, and like a lot of them were like, wow, you're not shy. And I'm like, at this point, you're number 43. (laughs) And I'm just like, at first, I'm a little like, shit, like you're hot and I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) After a while, I was just like, do you like? Okay. After a while of being in a hospital, especially where the only thing that you're wearing is that gown, you're just like, fuck it. I really don't care. Don't care. He's here, here, you're bite you're, on this, sir. Rob you, says you go into surgery. You're just like fuck it. I don't care. I guess they're grabbing a peek. It's worse I don't when care. you're a woman. It's much worse when you're a woman. Well, and the the craziest part too. Uh, real quick, I know this is how we're gonna end our show. <laughs> Talking about my dick. Um, the Rob, craziest part is whenever like the stent thing. Yeah, they take that motherfucker out in an office. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, whoa, 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 no, no. I was asleep when you put that in. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, because it's really hard to put in. It's it's not that tough to take out. It takes 45 seconds. And I'm like, you're going to knock me out for 45 seconds? They're like, no, you're not. You don't go to sleep. I'm like, what the fuck do you do? Bro, they put this numbing gel up your dick. Oh. And you literally feel your dick go like from the tip all the way down, just numb. And they're like, okay, now we've got this little grabber, and it looks like the thing that you put, like, oh, I can't reach that. 
It looks like that, but like microscopic, and it oh, goes man. all the way down, and you're like, uh, and they've got a camera. It shows it. Wow. They latch on to this motherfucker. Did you ask for a DVD copy? <laughs> I asked for a, a, a puke bag, because I was like, I don't, this feeling is so weird, and I don't like looking at this, and they pull it out, and they're like, you want to see how, and this motherfucker was this big. Wow. The st- I, I'm thinking like something like this, you know, that big. The most, it, I mean, you know, the nurse was gorgeous. So I was like, hey, hey how you doing? Tell her she could preview, like, where what's about to be on her face is coming out of. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you see how big that stent was that it fit in there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man. Uh, no, no, I tap. Nope, I'm, good, I'm good. good. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> of course, though, like, I, next time next time I ever have to get a cast, I'm like, he you know, just but know my shit. Because, like, they're, like, relentless when I pull that bitch out. It's oh. like. My dad pulled his out himself. Oh. Oh. Yes, he was a massive oh. and just was like, yay. He was going to the bathroom and looked like a murder scene. Oh, oh man. Dude, he pulls it off. If he pulls it out this time, he'll pull it off. Oh, mm. my God. I threatened to, but Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you should have heard the words that came out of my mouth this lady pulled it out. I had to oh, apologize yeah. <laughs> or ask her if she was into it. Rob says, uh, I think I might have a slip and fall at work, Randy, and then I'll pull you down with me. We can go hit on the hot nurses. We got to make it look like an accident. <laughs> <laughs> o- OSHA will get involved at that yeah, point. You, yeah, you, fucking OSHA. I mean, you got to do it in the back hallway or something. Fucking OSHA, were you wearing slip resistant shoes? Some of the fryers let it hit the ground. Wait a minute, you guys were skating together? <laughs> as soon as you I'll walk in, what? they're like, hey, we watched that podcast, pal. Exactly, exactly. 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 Get back to work. Make sure you schedule Tori that day and just dump the fryer on her and then slip and fall. Nah, man. Like, I don't know, man. OSHA's already got this bitch on tape. <laughs> yeah. With how slow they are? Yeah, right, he says. I don't know, man. OSHA's fast on some shit. Yeah. Like, and record the show. <laughs> uh, but he does say happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, ouch to your catheter story. Um, yeah. I had a um, great time. My dick hurts now. So it was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, and, and so real quick, the funniest part about that is like, you know, it, through the whole process, I didn't have sex for almost a full month, which was really fucking I'm hard. I'm sorry. It's, that was rough for me. And like once I was like normal again. It felt so great to pee. It, the mm. sex was amazing. It was just like, it sucks to go through something like that well, for you, you sure? to be like, I really appreciate well, this. So the sex was amazing on your end, but did the girl agree? Never. Okay. okay. Never. And I don't I care. Got, She's just crying. Well, you guys, you guys yeah. want to say, Al? What do I care? When I went to I the hospital, I had MRSA in my groin area. This guy comes in and the nurse holds my heart. Happy birthday. Holds my arms. Hold on. This is uh, doors lock, guys. So give me one second. Just as much as as they pulled out of me. Just look like a magician. Just All right. Well, uh, Psych Ward's got to get out of here, so we're gonna end the show now. Um, thank you everybody for checking it out. Happy birthday to me. Thank you guys for coming and hang out. I wouldn't have done this with anybody else. So yeah, at we least that's that now. <laughs> yeah. We were pulling another bunch of dudes. I would have done this once. Once his favorite guys left at the break. Now we're, you know, <laughs> oh, I would have never done it without you guys. All right. Um, but Until for next year, we're not invited. For uh, Psych Ward, for Jeremy, for my wife, uh, for everybody here, uh, thank you so much for checking out Money's Crazy Mind this week. We'll be back next week, maybe, because that is the day after Thanksgiving. I don't know yet. Until next time, 
Have a week, everybody. It's a lot of dicks. <laughs>